When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney. friends and thank you for joining us got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today what would you like first there mahoney dave why don't we start off today's show with some bad news this is very very bad news uh covid has left some people constipated long term totally changed me it did totally it changed, changed me. Up really? your little booty yeah are you did. are you less regular now what do you mean you know how i used to say i was the fastest pooper in the sec yeah no longer oh no no are, longer. Oh, girl! Are I'm the days. sorry. I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> that, that was, I believe, your crowning achievement. That was, was the thing that you were most proud of. You never of. knew if I was going to go number one or number two. I was that quick. Because because I was just I was healthy. Poopy you know? times are peepee times, but not, <laughs> not all peepee times are poopy times. times. Which is a very important, <laughs> a very important thing we've heard from the internet recently. <laughs> Wise man once said, whoever he is. <laughs> whoever that man is who talks like this. Antonio Banderas. Uh, so people Anonymous. who got COVID were more likely to develop some stomach troubles, according to a new research paper that was put out. 154,000 U.S. veterans got COVID with about 5.6 million peers who did not contract the virus. On average, people who had COVID were 36% more, percent more likely to have long-term gastrointestinal issues compared Damn. to those not infected. It's a pretty, I mean... It's a pretty wide swing, actually. It is. And for um, it to be going to your GI tract is interesting. Constipation, abdominal pain, diarrhea, all kinds of stuff, which leads me to believe that my family, indeed, has never gotten COVID somehow throughout all this because mm. everybody be, be pooping everywhere. Y'all be clogging toilets. Yeah. Just yeah. talked about it yesterday. Yeah, we'd be clogging toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of long haul uh, COVID, it would be a long stall. Long oh, stall. Long stall, yeah. yeah. Just always just hanging out in have stalls. You, have you found uh, things to occupy your time while you're enjoying your longer poops? Hell no, I get up. You I'm get, like, there's no way. There is a, there's a rule of thumb that if it takes longer than five minutes, you're straining, and it's too long. That is just crazy. not true. That nope. is the craziest five thing I've heard. Look it up. No, I will not look that up. <laughs> no, I will no not if you are this. pushing for longer than five, it ain't happening. No, I mean, pushing, like pushing, pushing. No, what that's, you sitting there for? I'm candy crush. Like, just leave me alone. Just like yeah, cook. A little alone. Ridiculous. Time. Ridiculous. Dude, you're crazy. You don't. You don't understand. You don't understand. Man. You don't understand. Uh huh. Go on, man. I just want to be alone. <laughs> I just want to be left Who wants alone to rush anything? Yeah. What's the point of rushing it? Just taking your time. Yeah. Like Dave, you said you're playing stroll. Candy Crush. Sometimes. I saw a lady on the internet yesterday, actually, who said in a deep depressive state she spent eighty six dollars on Candy Crush. Have oh. you ever done that whilst sitting on the on your throne? In a single sitting? No. Have I spent eighty six dollars on Candy Crush? Absolutely. Way drunk more than or that. constipated? Uh, normally bored. Normally oh. like well, traveling. 
Mm. I'll so drunk. With, uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're an Amazon Prime member. There's a lot of rewards you're probably not cashing in on through Amazon Prime Gaming. For Candy Crush. You, they what have, a they plug have, for Amazon Prime Gaming Amazon right Prime now. Amazon Prime Gaming and Candy Crush rewards? Yeah. Whoa. They're not endorsed, I, but every time, I see, every, time I see, every time I see them, I, I think of you, and I just, nah, I don't know why it's been like two years. Uh, and but you've I'm, never informed me of this. I had no idea. I'm yeah. not a good rewards guy. I'm not. I'm why trying to get, not? I'm trying to get better. I, I'm trying to get better. Uh, it is so... It, Dave, what I tell you about the the bank that we go to mm-hmm. every day. All you got to do is click buttons and get cash back. Nah, yeah, it won't do it. You go to the grocery store. Do you go to the gas station where you get your groceries from? My, I, I, I steal my wife's points. Okay, but still, so you're yeah. using rewards that way. That's the only one that I use rewards on because for some reason, gas money feels different. Like when because it certainly can be a chunk of change. Well, what it like saves 30 me thirty to forty cents. Yeah, what it saves me like thirty cents a gallon, and I have to put twenty gallons, and I'm like, ooh, that's. And then I'm like, that's only six dollars. I mean, it's a savings, but it feels like a lot more than six dollars when it wa- you when it whacks thirty cents off. Yeah. Starbucks rewards? Never. They have some of the best point systems. Don't care. Don't you want know, to be part of your program that too. There, I don't. There was an app I used to use called Raise, where you could buy gift cards for oh. a bunch of different places, and then you can use like you can buy Amazon or Amazon or. Um, Starbucks gift cards cheaper than what they normally are. Wow. I've heard of those. Because yeah. What, yeah. what a lot of people do is they get them for Christmas times mm-hmm. or gifts, and then they put them on there, Smart. and they sell them for cash because they just want the straight cash. Yeah. And then so you even you add another like 5 or 10% discount on top of that, even more at like certain stores that aren't nearly as popular, Like, but you would love Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble. Yeah. So listen, so wait, I wait, wait, never, wait, no wait, one wait, has wait, ever wait, called wait, it Barnes & Noble. Stop that. I was, stop. I Don't you try to start a thing over here. I will starting fight you. it now. I will fight <laughs> Together we stand as Barnes and Nobies. <laughs> oh, nobies, so, you don't. Any, oh, oh, Nobie, Kenobi. I don't know why this popped in my head. Oh, Jesus. But listen Hobie here, Kenobi. Dave Farah. Yeah. You have so many kids. If you just get them all like an espresso when you go through Starbucks, you could get so many free things by the end of the that's, year. See, I mean, this that's not how it works. Yes. Now I'm spending money to save money later. But you can get I mean, a cup, like a cutie little cup. I mean, but oh, still, but you're already, it's still that's the re- reward from mm, it, you know? No, thanks. Still not going to talk me into it. Uh, just this, a thought. This you try. This uh, Maybe this is why that I don't care too much about saving money, because nice people care about money less, according to a study that was done. No, but generating... Dave, did you even mm. read the article? I did you not. Were, this I did is not. the media literacy. <laughs> media literacy. So wait, you don't what? just get to interpret the headline so however you want. Nice read the article. About money. Nice to care about money. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what. See, that's, that's why what, we don't care about the rewards that's points, because right, we are yeah. so nice. I'm such a nice guy. Audrey, on the other hand. You know what? You can keep your rewards. Boop. <laughs> yes, I am a raging bitch. I do not <laughs> I care anymore. so much about money. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Did you guys ever play with Ouija boards when you were younger? Absolutely not. I was, uh, I was never allowed to. One of my friends had one, but we never like were freaked out by it or whatever. Like this is stupid. I know you're pushing it. No way. I was pushing it. You ne- you never summoned the Dark Lord with a with a Ouija board? I don't think so. The Dark so you- Lord, Lord of Voldemort? No, no, it's a Satan. Oh, yeah, Beals the other bub. one. Beals, old the old the old bub. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the the thought that you could summon Beelzebub, Satan. And he would show up, or just a sinister demon of sorts, one of his lieutenants, uh, with a board that you can buy at Target. Seems a little silly to me. Yeah. yeah. But now that you think about it, uh, that actually does make sense. Because if there was a way to access the devil immediately, it would probably be through uh, 
some surcharge from a corporation. For sure. Yeah, but would not, maybe not Target, like Kohl's. Don't you besmirch the name of Kohl's. Oh, what? <laughs> you're you're going to over here defend Kohl's bucks or Kohl's dollars, Kohl's cash? Kohl's you, cash. Do you, you know why I hate Kohl's? It's for one reason and one reason only. I don't hate on the Kohl's cash. Although, I, from my understanding, it takes 38 million Kohl's caches to buy one pack of socks. Uh, the, re- <laughs> the reason why I hate Kohl's is because of the shopping carts that they have. And I don't know if it's at all Kohl's, but the Kohl's by my house, they've got the blue shopping carts. Mm-hmm. And then they've got a large stripper pole-ish thing that sticks out of it. Yeah. And the reason why they have that is so you can't take it out of the store right. and steal it. Yeah. There has got to be a better way to keep people from stealing shopping carts than everyone just has a gigantic flagpole sticking out of their cart while they're shopping. Well, you know the, what I would ha- like? If you could, those poles rotated down and then you could joust bitches. You could joust inside yes, of a Coles? absolutely. Yeah. To the death. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Hobby Lobbies have them where they're just like, the wheels will just stop turning before you even exit. So, yeah. and, or uh, even uh, like tar- TJ Maxx's and stuff like that will do that too. But the reason why that sucks is because usually if you're ever going to like a ho- Hobby Lobby or not a Hobby Lobby, what's the other one? Home Goods. Home Goods. You're yeah. getting furniture. Yeah. You know, or you're getting large items. So like you can't even wheel it out the door well, to your car. Got to carry. So, um, but I'm so yeah. I'm just anti-cart in those situations. Period. Just don't even get a cart. The reason why I. You- don't get a car. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're gonna end up it limits your spending as well. That's the dumbest. No, you're going to end up holding 30 things. And I, I wish I had a cart. Me and Beavers, synonymous. We're the same, same. We like to carry things. You and Beavers? Yeah. You've you're, seen a beaver on, online, right? Where they carry I've seen, too much in their little hands, so they got to carry it with their little teethers I, I've on seen, the top. Is that what you're doing in a Coles? You're carrying stuff in your mouth like sure. a retriever? Why not? I feel like okay. we've been propagandized. A retriever beaver? That... <laughs> Rabbits eat more carrots, but like, dude, all the time, every time I see a beaver carrying food, it's always a carrot. It's always a carrot. I mean, yeah. beavers love carrots. Love carrots. I almost, I almost died on the way into work today because I saw a rabbit. Eating a carrot or a No, beaver? he was just in the middle of the road. And, oh. uh, he was a did you save him? He was him? a little guy and I had to swerve. Uh, I know I shouldn't have, but I did. No, you got to swerve for the little guys. I did. Big no. ones. <laughs> <laughs> he was he, Clean yeah. over him. You should know better. You're he was not rabbit. fast or eating a carrot. Mm-hmm. Like, again, uh, a lot of rabbit lies. Well, the reason I brought up Ouija boards is because uh, a girl, a group of girls were rushed to uh, to a hospital after playing with a Ouija board at school. Twenty eight girls passed out while uh, we're trying to have a little seance. No, they didn't. <laughs> they were hospitalized they... with signs of fainting, anxiety, and other <sighs> symptoms. This well, they probably just were kids. just freaking themselves out. Yeah. Is what it was. It no, wasn't because of the board. They wanted to get out of class in these. <laughs> yes, twenty eight <laughs> kids. You can't even fit twenty eight people around a Ouija board. <laughs> What if they actually did uh, summon Satan, a.k.a. a manager from Kohl's? I mean, he's <laughs> going to tell you that those cold, that Kohl's cash has expired. And oh, sorry. Oh, God. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. I've been listening to you guys for about 10 years now, but I swear, if you guys become the Fingerless Glove Show, I will stop listening, okay? You gotta listen to your man, Dave, alright? You guys don't need those gloves, you guys don't need it, okay? Mahoney, I drop 18 kills at every freaking Warzone match, and I don't wear those gloves because my fingers hurt. So I don't want to hear that you need it because of Warzone. 
Message deleted. First off, you're not dropping in 18 kills, maybe in multiplayer. How dare you question this man? Second of all, Jordan, where are you at? Jordan, Jordan is not wearing his gloves for the second day in a row. I uh, misplaced them somewhere, and I have to find them. Why <laughs> you out of one day? Imagine one having day. a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I, I like uh, tossed them in my passenger seat or something after work, and then you don't I dry just, with your gloves on. I, I took them off because I wouldn't tell Walmart. You, oh. you're ashamed. No, I just don't, I didn't want to get them dirty and touch produce with them. That's no, actually no, you a fair point. You should, you should be ashamed. So tell me more about your car. Why can't you find them in your passenger seat? I, I, I just, at the start of my day, I uh, forget. <laughs> oh, so they're probably just sitting so there. So do you, do you think that they're in your passenger seat currently? Either they're on my floor. Well, I give you permission to go down to your car. You give Given them permission. permission. <laughs> you can abandon your producer duties you and go your get. Post. <laughs> yeah, you can leave your post right now and go get your fingerless gloves. Because I, I know that you also uh, stand in solidarity with me that these copper compression fingerless gloves are the future. They are they not are. the future. They are the past. Let it go. Um, I stole your gloves from you, Jordan. I stole them and I th- I, to save you from yourself. Audrey? (laughs) Yes, Mahoney. I'll buy you a pair of copper compression gloves and a copper compression sleeve for your elbow. I need the sleeve. It's getting worse. Extraordinary dorks. Stop it. Just imagine. Stop it now. No, Dave. Imagine not being able to use your elbow or your fingers. Yeah, she's hurt. We're going on the IR. You're, I am on IR. We're taking next week off. You're the IR. Oh, my God. You yeah, would. bench me. Yep. Your $20 gloves are not helping. It's a placebo effect. They weren't $30. They, they were, were $29.99. $95. $95. Well, <laughs> if those don't work, then those pantyhose for veins for sure don't work. Of course they don't. Just like the little uh, vibrating belts don't make you skinny. It's all garbage. No. Uh, compression socks do work when you're flying. They help prevent blood clots. No, they don't. They do. You Dave, are just a every doctor right now, 833-O-Dummy, yell at him. Every doctor right now is like, those socks, man, can't get enough of them. They are right. No, every doctor is not like every those socks. Every doctor can't get How enough of them. You know? Call your call your, your, your sister-in-law. She's oh, a doctor. Yeah. Or she's a surgeon. They she put those songs, uh, the songs, the socks on at post-surgeries, too. Yep. I, well, I woke think, up with them on doc- after an uh, appy. The only thing that actually works is this magic ring that I'm wearing. It gives me superpowers. Does no, it tell you no, your no, mood, the, the, too? The big, yes. uh, the big, uh, the big uh, metal uh, necklaces that baseball players wear. Do you, do you remember those when the like the wrist, the, the little bracelets were a thing for a while yeah. there? Oh, the ones Where that had like, like the rocks or the sea salt. You push your arm down when you're when you got the bracelet on, and you're like, yes, you can. You're just flexing. No, what idiot. were those ones? Maybe we're talking about the same Probably ones. Probably the same thing. But they were like beaded. Yep. And they had like some yep. sort of like mineral mud, of course, or salt water, some garbage, something some in there. Made up thing. I had one of those. It was gifted you, to me. Um, I didn't buy it, but it was gifted mm, to me because they were a huge thing. Everybody was like, "What's you guys? We need to stop being such marks." Oh, I am power so balance. influenceable. Power, power balance. balance. Holy Bro, moly. I remember back in the day, because we used to <laughs> go to like one. all those UFC expos and stuff, and they had like the power balance yeah. display like right up front where like you mm-hmm. walk in and like, let me test this on you, brother. Let me show you how powerful you can be. Yep. Like, I, this doesn't work. This is all a lie. But this these, is a lie. these work. I love when they take this, that, that, that crap on Shark Tank. And they try to sell it to like Mark Cuban, you know these billionaires who have kind of seen it all, and they're being, being presented with scam investment opportunities, yeah. and they just eviscerate them. 
Yep. They're like, there is absolutely no science that backs up any of this garbage that you're saying. Well, according to this one clinical study that we paid for, it said that the results were in our favor. They're like, no, that's not how, that's that's not a that's not science, man. That's not how that You're works. Just You're just going to do a, a study of 100 people for, that are all your friends. Right. <laughs> well, they're going to tell you what you want to hear. Now I've gone down a different rabbit hole. Now, have you heard of the Ember Wave 2 bracelet, Audrey? No, I haven't. But <laughs> what Ember does this do? Two. It's actually okay. kind of cute. It's not oh, like an ugly cute. thing. It, it looks of, like a watch. It does kind of <laughs> look like a, like, a, like a fancy Fitbit. Yeah. What is Rose this Gold? supposed to do? Um, this one reduces your hot flashes and menopause symptoms by 50%. Sure. Wait, what's How in does it, it do that? Yeah. I don't know. On demand, oh, on demand hot flash relief anytime, anywhere. Modes to manage nighttime hot flash disruptions and improve sleep. Discreet and stylish design and a seamless solution that won't. I love slow that you they down. just say, this is what it does, but doesn't <laughs> tell you how it d- does it. it. It's just you push How the do you do what you do? <laughs> Tell me. What? The picture of this lady. Please go back up. There's some old ass lady. That is a huge thing on her wrist, by the way. It's like not just teensy weensy tiny. Show him, Dave. It's like the size of a uh, of a plate. That That's is stylish or discreet. <laughs> that thing is the size of a hard boiled egg. That Over is massive. A hundred thousand sold. <laughs> Only two ninety nine. Wow. $300? For a plate on your wrist. There is a hundred thousand suckers out there. Well, listen, menopause is sucks. Those I'm hot flashes I'm sure it suck. does. So I'm, people are probably like, anything. Your hard-boiled egg wristband is not going to save you. I'll no. tell you what the most ridiculous thing is. and because I don't, As he goes I, to Gucci. Well, this is why. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't care. You know, my wife and I, we keep our funds completely separate. Mm-hmm. And... You know, no, just we don't look at what each other buy because she doesn't want to see what I spend because, uh, you know, yeah. we know no, I we spend. Yeah. But she wants this thing called an Aura Gucci ring. Oh, oh Have you yeah. Heard? Are she, you familiar with this? Is your wife? Is no, this your wife who's no. pushing Listen, this propaganda? This, my my this. wife will be a single mother if she's. <laughs> no, that's pushing. sick. What do you mean, sick? It tra- it's like it. a it's Fitbit, sick. but it's just in like a ring form, but it's a Gucci version. Guess how much this bitch is? That's got to be like, because a normal Fitbit's like a two hundred bucks still, right? Okay, yeah. but it doesn't have the Gucci on it. I will say it only comes in black. Yeah. Oh. For for the Gucci version, uh, it's okay. got to be like eleven hundred dollars. Close after tax, uh, probably nine hundred and fifty. Jesus. So it's like if she buys that, I'm like, you cannot judge me on any ever. of the camera equipment. Never, ever, ever, computers, ever again. What's so wrong TVs. about it? Come on. It kind of looks... I, you're going to have a designer Gucci douche I, ring? I, the one thing I'm like... Yes. <laughs> Gucci feels like... I mean, I know it's popular again, but it just feels to like such a... It just feels like such a ripoff to me. Like that... Like, I like well-made stuff, but Gucci to me is like spending $1,000 on a that dumb Gucci belt. It'll track... Your fitness. No, this is a this is a, this will. is the ring. Oh, but could you imagine a Gucci belt that did? <laughs> <laughs> it would just be like fist pumped for five hundred minutes. It's the only place you ever wear Gucci belts. The club. Saw so you went clubbing last night, bro. <laughs> Four hundred and seventy-five calories burned. Please leave a message after the tone. So they did this whole big study to figure out everything about Bigfoot. But you know what they discovered? Most of these sightings happen in areas that are largely populated by black bears. Good deflection. Why is the man keeping Bigfoot away from us, huh? Message deleted. Okay, so back to studies. 
<laughs> they did a large study. You could say that about anything on the internet. Dude, they if did we a study about blah, 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 blah. I have not found Bigfoot by now. I get back in the day when nobody had cameras. Now literally everyone has cameras. A movie studio in their pocket. If we have not seen Bigfoot by now, does they, not exist. Does not exist. Yeah. I mean, there's some hairy ass dudes who are probably living off the land out in like the Pacific Northwest. Sure. The 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 one thing about Bigfoot that is interesting is when and I, I believe that you're familiar with this, uh, Mahoney. There there was an offering available to go find Bigfoot. Uh, you had to pay five thousand dollars, and then you and Jose Canseco. We're going to get in an RV and go find Bigfoot personally. And I think and you're going to hunt aliens too, right? You, I think there's some alien stuff some involved. Alien, some some, some ancient alien stuff. Yeah. But let's People the question. are so weird. That is totally worth it. So that let's is a just, great investment. Let's just talk about Bigfoot for a second here, mm-hmm. though. So he's walking around just hairy as hell. Mm-hmm. Why has nobody ever seen Bigfoot's junk? Because it's covered by all of his hair. He doesn't wear clothes. Yeah, because he's so, hairy. But he's so like a Chewbacca. You're Bigfoot's not packing then. It definitely not. Otherwise, you'd see that thunder stick. Yeah, I, you would think so. Yeah. I would like to see the origin of Bigfoot, like origin story. Like, where? when did we first start talking about Bigfoot? Was this around, I just said Chewbacca, was this around mm-hmm. the 70s? Was nah, it nah. before Big, that? Bigfoot's like, been around since like the 1800s. The 1800s? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People were sitting there saying that they, they saw something and they then. called him Bigfoot. They thought he people, had a Bigfoot. People in the That's olden probably days. probably why they don't call him Big. Please leave a message after the tone. Interesting. This call is about the movie Cars. If you think about it, Mata lives in a junkyard, which is basically a graveyard for cars. He has bodies piled up all around his house and nobody thinks anything of it. <laughs> Sorry if I ruined childhood with this one. Message deleted. Pretty dark. Yeah, Mater's a creep, man. Ciao. No, that was that was like McQueen's. Yeah, catch. but that's cars. Yeah, I like that Mahoney's going to fact check you on yeah, your, but, uh, your cars reference. <laughs> Wrong imaginary vehicle. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. So the weirdest thing happened to Mahoney and I yesterday when we were leaving the radio station. And Audrey, you know how it works. Like we normally all walk out together after we're done with our meetings and the show and everything else. And you'll head off to your car. And, and you guys we'll say, see you later. And then Mahoney and I, because we're in love. You guys well, like par- make out for a little bit? No, you don't park near us. You park on the other side of the parking lot. Yeah, and we, we park oh. next to each other. But you guys have done this for as literally as long as I've known you. We yeah. always park next to each other. Yeah, we park next to each other. And we always like have like a couple of other things to talk about, it seems. I don't know why. I don't, we sit here and talk for four hours. Every single day. Every day. We're just like, it's your routine. I'm like, because sometimes we'll even stay and talk. And I'm like, all right, see you guys later. And then you guys will go to your cars and you'll still have stuff. I'm like, what in the world? I'm like, they're just talking about. Kissing. Like, yeah. there's no more to talk about. No more to talk about. But so we're, we're standing in the parking lot, kissing. Uh, <laughs> and we're standing fairly close to our cars. I would say maybe six feet away from, like, the trunk of Mahoney's vehicle. Not even. Yeah. And, you know, it's a whole parking lot. And I noticed when we walked out that there was a guy that was backed into the handicap spot right in front of the door. And oh, are you? I think we're about to... Be thinking about the same exact guy. Okay. He pulled, peeled out of the parking spot? Kind of. Yes. Cut me off. So let me explain why he did that. Okay. Because we're standing there talking, and again, it's a whole parking lot, and this guy is backed into the, the handicap spot. Yeah. And so he could easily just kind of drive out of the parking lot, yes. as you do. And he honks at us. And so we both kind of look over at him. I and didn't know there was a guy there. 
I, I noticed him when we See, walked out because I thought that. it was weird that there was a guy backed into the handicap spot right in the front. Like, why are you backing into the handicap spot? Not a spot? lot of people are in our parking and, lot at that time of the day. Yeah. He, oh, he, yeah. He wasn't coming and going. He was just sitting in his car, which I found kind of strange. But I knew that he was there. Uh-huh. But I heard the honk, and I look over, and Mahoney looks over, and the guy goes, like, fl- flips his hand, like, get out of the way. I'm going to drive out of here. There's 20 feet and of space between us and you, you could easily, especially go a, go going a, pulling out, yeah. not backing up. Backing yeah, up, I, backing I, I, up, I'll give you, a, I'll give you I, a pass. I just want to make sure I'm not going to hit sure. you, sort of thing. He's driving forward to go around, and I, both of us just kind of incredulously look at this guy, like, "What, what in are the world? you talking are about?" You okay, kidding, bro? so the next level, layer of this story is I. I, he was I, he was still there in that parking spot whenever I was going to the stop sign, yeah. which is like feet. Okay, it's, like it's a pretty yeah. pretty close clip. Yeah. So I'm at the 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 stop sign about to take a right. He pulls up like a madman to the left of me, and I'm like, okay, well, usually what does that mean? He's gonna turn left. I start to go turn right, and he turns right in front of me yeah. and cuts me off. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if you heard the other honk. I honked oh, at, him you that honked at him again. Yes. Okay. All right. So, in, interestingly, I, I don't know if you caught this, Mahoney. So, when you and I both look at him, and then we literally take half of a step, and we're like, ta-da. Well, the, I actually uh, you bowed, and then Mahoney the, bowed and showed him the, where he could the, where he could exit. The, <laughs> there you are. Yeah. The where your arms spread open, the little uh, the the hand yes. uh, barrel roll down, and like sire, go you're ahead. Your way, sir. The, yeah. the, the, the path has been cleared for your royal highness. <laughs> for your royal Rav Four that you were driving. So you guys just made him so mad. Well, he so, almost so totaled my car. It, it it I don't know if you caught this. No, he put his car in park. Oh, I let let him let him. No, like, no, I know. Like, like I'm, like he was I'm, gonna get out. And yesterday start was not the day because I heard the click and I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Yesterday was not the day. Yesterday was not the day to yesterday. Like I my 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 uh, my heat level mm-hmm. was uh, ten out of ten. At, at a ten. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, and understandably so. If I was going to fist fight. A guy pulling out of a handicapped spot <laughs> in our parking lot. Yesterday, Yesterday would have been the day. day. Like, but I don't care. Th- th- this man obviously started to assess the stature of both Mahoney and I. And decided he saw the fingerless gloves. He he's like, that man, is a, that, that man is a hobo. As he's got athlete. nothing to lose. You no, know. he thought he was an athlete. No, he was like, that's a boxer. <laughs> you know you don't mess with a trained. man who's wearing copper compression fingerless gloves. He gives no dams. No, and it looks like you're protecting your knuckles. You know what I mean? It no, really looks like you're a boxer. I can protect my knuckles and gouge your eyes out. Those are like... <laughs> Like MMA gloves. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know that. Up, I didn't know that he he stopped because so I think I would have. I heard the click, and then he decided against it, and that's when he pulled out, cut you off. You honked at him, and then he goes to drive out of the whole parking lot and start heading up the main road. I don't know if you caught this part. Mahoney actually crip walks over to the, <laughs> the main street and gives him the there you go no to go down way. the main road as no, well. No, I did oh, not. Yeah. No, so that's why that guy cut me off. <laughs> I was so I was like, what in the world? Because I just saw, I didn't see any of that. I saw him pulling out because we were coming kind of at the same time about to, yeah. you know, you, it's a, a weird intersection there. Is, so yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, what is, I thought the guy was on drugs. Yeah, he probably was. Probably. But I mean, I like, like, literally. That fa- would be one of our listeners. That was not one of our listeners. I, I promise you that. I don't think so. No, because our listeners know that I will uh, I will freak, freak out. Freak out. Dude, and beat you, you down in the parking lot. You honk? You honk? Like that in America? That means you're going to get rowdy. People are crazy. You honk at a pedestrian. Yeah. Standing I, in a parking lot in unnecessary honk. An, at un- that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I will fight you to the death. Sir, 
I challenge you to a duel outside of the radio station today. You know what's so funny is that I was so embarrassed that I honked at him because I thought you guys no. were going to roast me. We were like, what were you doing? But meanwhile, y'all were sitting here acting a fool, oh, too. No, yeah. Mahoney <laughs> ran out to the sidewalk. I had to get a, sa- I had to get a second. One more F you in. He yeah. never ran before in his life. <laughs> and he ran to the sidewalk. He broke his cardinal rule of running, <laughs> and for good reason. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. When you're looking for love in all the wrong places. Does this smell like chloroform to you? What? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. You know, sometimes you're out and about, you're in public, and you see somebody, and you just know that there's a connection there, but you don't shoot your shot in the moment, and then you go on to regret it. And so you think, how can I find this person in this wide sea of humans? You think the answer is probably Craigslist, and you might be right. And today, we're going to take the messages that we have found on the internet, and we are going to broadcast them in hopes of amplifying these messages so these people can truly make a connection. The thing I love about the misconnection inspection, Dave, is that the nostalgia factor, because you know there are no younger people who are using this to try to... They moved on to the trendier Tinders of the world. But and these other are ways. Just They're the sticking DM. through. Yes. Much like the guys with the large pornography collection on VHS still, they are sticking true to the, you know, they're dancing with the one who brought them. It's funny that you say Christmas. sticking true. Alright, here we go with the first one. It is a, uh, a man for one. It is entitled Modeling Underwear Outside Gas Station. Huh. I saw you in your car as I walked out of the gas station. By the time I got over to my truck, you were out of your car in your underwear, digging through the trunk and back seat. You got back in the front seat, then backed out and did the same thing in a new pair of underwear. LOL. Gorgeous booty. (laughs) (laughs) I was in my company Ford at the pump in the gray shirt and khakis. Love the second pair. Ha ha. Ha ha. You don't like the first pair? that uh, That is big meth head energy. Also... Hey, this Dave. dude is out here putting out his outfit like, yo, I was in my company truck, gray shirt, khakis. Pleaded. Call me. Pleaded. <laughs> For your pleasure. <laughs> gray shirt and khakis is pretty bold. It is. It is. He's like a... He's like a so what I'm thinking is it's probably just like a t-shirt and like work dickies. Maybe. Like it's it's yeah. giving like... It's giving probably like boots. You know what I mean? I was yeah. thinking more dockers. Dockers, yeah. Maybe. But is there anything that good oh, that ever happens at a gas station? Like, I don't know. Like, I I know I'm paranoid, but, like, I don't like getting gas at night if I don't have to anymore. Uh, can I ask a serious question? Paranoid. Why are gas station parking lots so sticky? All of them. Oh. You know, uh, like, when you're what? walking into a gas station? Yeah. It's just sticky. Mm-hmm. Not mine. What happened? Mine aren't sticky. Your, your gas station isn't sticky? I've never thought Seems sticky. Like every gas station I go to. I think, sticky parking lot. I think disgusting. Yeah. Okay. I sticky. I just don't like, I don't know, man. Like, I, uh, I'm i not a fan of getting gas at night. This one is uh, is an interesting way to shoot your shot. This is a man for a woman. It is entitled, You Looked Like a Dog. <laughs> you looked like a dog I had when I was a child. She died when I was three. I believe you are she, now in human form. You were maybe 29 years old, wearing a black bandana. You looked like you were on your way back from a run, and you were hungry. Was she wearing a collar? Mm, that's really weird. Oh. I feel like maybe you should see a therapist about that. Because <laughs> what did you want to do once you met this person? Because I've heard, you know, you got the Oedipus complexes where mm. you, you, uh-huh. you, you want to marry uh-huh. your mom. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. what would you, what would kind of complex would it be if you wanted to marry your childhood dog? Bestiality. Mm. Yeah, uh, well, that seems uh, unhealthy. Spotipus. <laughs> 
Uh, this one is a woman for a man. It is entitled Man with Tattoo of Your Aunt's Signature. You huh. say aunt, huh? In, instead of aunt. It's mm-hmm. aunt, man. It's well, okay, okay, the formal way, aunt. Oh, what are we, English? Yes. No, yeah. we're not. Okay. We're, we're American, Dave. Well. You, drunk, beautiful tattoo of your aunt's signature on your forearm. Overall, total babe and something about that painting. Me, just got off work, sweaty and blabbering. If this is you and you want to get a drink sometime, tell me what I was wearing, what my tattoo was, and my favorite book and color and movie. Oh, my gosh. Who remembers that? Are we trying to socially engineer your password for your bank account? Sounds like it. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me my high school mascot. Yeah, right. Also, I'll tell you this. First pet's name. (laughs) You know what I don't trust? Uh, Men with good handwriting. Men with good handwriting. I don't trust a dude with good handwriting. That is an excellent point. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. You have good handwriting? Untrustworthy. No. Nope. Cannot be trusted. He's, he's stepping out. Yep. 100%. That's yep. ridiculous. He's stepping out. You're not, no. out you're, you're not out here working on your penmanship if you're not trying to play the field. Yep. What happens oh, if it st- was in their before life? No. He, he's, nope. he's going to the gym. He's, he's, he's uh, condensed his social media, and now he's got good penmanship? Exquisite nah. calligraphy? Get out of here you with that nonsense. You can't spell penmanship without penis. <laughs> Yeah, you can. And no, he's right. Yeah, there's a penis in penmanship. Is there? Yeah, I mean, not not together. Together, but, but yeah. If yeah. you take the middle out, yeah. <laughs> which this guy obviously wants uh-huh. to do. Uh, this one is entitled to the panhandler. This is a man for a woman. I know you wave at everyone, but sometimes I feel like your waves are just for me. Oh God! This guy thinks you are so cute. Would love to take you out for a coffee. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's actually the. Of all of the ones that we've had today, that's the most innocent of all of them. Okay, let's uh, try to creep it up then. Burger King, man for a woman. Sexy woman in the Burger King drive through window. When you brought me my food to the window, I commented out loud that you have nice tatas. And I don't <laughs> oh, know if Jesus. you smile because you heard me or if you're just being polite, but I would absolutely love to do things with you sometime. So what do you think you said? He was like, damn, 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 knockers. <laughs> Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash on Dave and Mahoney. So there was a big dust-up in between uh, Jake Paul and Floyd Mayweather in Miami where you know, Mayweather's known to roll with a crew of goons. They actually, like, chased him. There was, like, ten of them, and Jake Paul ran away. Everyone's saying it's all staged, and it's just, you know, going to be used to build up for us mega fight where they're all, you know, they're going to make an obscene amount of money. I don't know whether or not that's true, but, um, man, Floyd Mayweather is making me like Jake Paul. How do you, well, it's, you know, a, a rock and a, a movable douche mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, when those two come together. As somebody that has been threatened by Floyd Mayweather personally. Yeah. Uh, he threatened to, quote, wire my jaw shut one time. Um, I think that Floyd Mayweather is a gigantic douche rocket. Not not necessarily just because of that. Um, you know, hitting his baby mama in front of their kids, I'd say yeah, probably the... Going uh, to prison for domestic abuse. Yeah, good fighter, yeah, bad person. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, um, but, you yeah, know, but I, I think that when we were watching the video just a minute ago, you, you hear everybody in the background who's just kind of like chirping, being like, yeah, man, I can't believe you're running. It's like there is a mob of people in him. Yeah. What do you expect him to do? It's not like he can't fight. He probably could take I anyone mean, other in this mob other than probably Floyd. Like the guy behind the camera right. is chirping like he could. He's the one who would be doing any of the fighting. There's 30 of people them. Like, like that. come on, man. Stop. Like, what do you expect him to do? He's yeah. a smart guy. He's going to run. He's got millions of dollars. Also, yeah. He's Celsius deal. Like he needs to keep getting that check. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> what do you expect? You 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 you've made too much money. 
you forgot, like, you've got too much to lose at this point to let your goons Ruin attack people. Yep. Because that's how you lose everything. I actually asked a, a lawyer friend of mine, I'm like, so if not Floyd Mayweather had hit me, one of his goons had, and wired my jaw shut, would Floyd Mayweather still be responsible and have to you know, get me several Ferraris? And he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Especially if they're wearing that, uh, that team the, money team or whatever team, it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's clowns. You know, we that was association that was at the right before the Canelo fight. And man, what a just I mean, again, but there was nothing that made me happier than when 50 Cent released that audio from the Breakfast Club of Floyd Floyd trying trying to read. read. Oh, yeah. He said, read one chapter from a Harry Potter book. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite line. And I'll give you a million million dollars, Floyd. (laughs) Read one chapter from a Harry Potter book. I was like, Uh, oh. Oh Maybe God. one of the best <laughs> best insults of all time from 50 right there. Oh, that God. That, if you are ever talking to anyone who is a very low IQ, just use that insult. Yeah. Read one chapter from a Harry Potter <laughs> book right now. So Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny are a thing. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're, they're out here just like smooching it up in public. Do Everybody's you really real? upset. Yes. Yeah, 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 no, they're, they're kissing. I mean, yeah. no. I mean, I'm sure that's real, but you don't, you don't think this is like, he's one of the biggest artists in the world and she's one of the biggest artists. She's just literally doing what Kim did. Like oh, yeah, eight for years sure. ago with Kanye. I mean, but he was with sure. um, uh, Devin Booker from The Suns. She was with him for years. So I feel like of everybody uh, is who, who is she probably... dating long term? Yeah. Oh. So um, mm. from everybody who I feel like is the least likely to want their stuff in the open, unless they were probably going to be with that person for a little while, I feel like Kendall is the less egregious person to glom onto people as far as relationships to heighten her own self. I mean, nobody... Because yeah, Kendall is... Stunning. I mean, abs- she's the well, prettiest one. No, she's the prettiest one by a mile, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it seems like she's also the one that's least thirsty for just being in the spotlight. She doesn't for no even reason. really like being on the show. Yeah, like her, her going out with Bad Bunny and going to dinner and kissing in public feels so much less try hard than the Travis Barker and Courtney stuff, you know, where they're like making out and they're matching leather pants in a bathroom. Well, we've all, you know, the the Courtney and Travis thing feels very much like the Machine Gun Kelly and MGK, which we all know is just a, was a stupid ruse. The alt-pop guys were the uh, flavor of the week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and can we kick these phony-ass dudes to the side, Mod's son and, or not Travis, but uh, Machine Gun Kelly. It's like they're failed wannabe rappers who are just trash. So I don't know if you guys watch the the show Top Gear, but you, yeah, you, Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah, the, no, don't know who that is. <laughs> so the, Jeremy Clarkson, the guy who has been hosting uh, Top Gear, is going to be hosting a new show. It's it's Rutledge Wood, and he's kind of a Mahoney doppelganger. Oh, if you're not familiar, one. yeah, the other one. Uh, but he is hosting a new show now called Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge for NBC. It's going to be a ten episode series, and it's going to give. Hot Wheels super fans the opportunity of a lifetime turning a nostalgic car from their past into a life size Hot Wheels of their dreams. I used to love playing with Hot Wheels for for real, man. Yeah. And you know what they doubled as really well? Weapons. Oh my gosh! Yeah, somebody who has got a bunch of brothers. You chuck a Hot Wheels at somebody, they know. You know what's really funny is that I remember getting a gift as a kid. I probably had to have been like seven or eight years old, and it was going to visit my dad's brothers. And they got me that as one of my gifts. And I just remember it being so out of the normal scope of anything that I'd ever been gifted. Because, mm-hmm. like, Hot Wheels for a seven-year-old girl, like, in the whole, like, the, the whole thing that went with it, like, the, the ramps and stuff. I just remember loving that toy so much and playing with it yeah. all of the time. Like, I, 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 and I don't like cars like that at all. 
timeless gift, but the fact they're turning it into a full-blown show for NBC and, you know, kind of bringing like a childhood memory to yeah. life in like full-size form. Is there, a lot of people. Cool. Is there yeah. going to be a giant sock that you're going to put these Hot Wheels in and beat your uh, siblings and or uh, friends that? with? That, that is, yeah, but that's for the season finale, though. Okay. Yeah. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney bring you Bleeped BS. It's got to be your bull. Wow. Nick is joining us for a round of Bleep BS. Nick, let me just ask you one quick question. Are you somebody that would categorize yourself as having a dirty mind? Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It happens from time to time. Uh, nothing in any of these clips dirty whatsoever, but there are some strategically placed bleeps, which, if you have a dirty mind, can make it a little bit challenging. Uh, so we have a total of three clips. you got to get two out of the three. Mahoney and Audrey can help you out today. If you're listening along today and you want to chime in, uh, you can do so. 833-YO-DUMMY, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney. The first one here is, uh, is Jimmy Kimmel, and he was talking about the, he's talking with John Favreau, about the costume characters that you'll see on Hollywood Boulevard during the early morning hours, and you're trying to figure out what he was talking about seeing these costume characters do on Hollywood Boulevard. You show up early enough in the morning, you can see them with their heads off Really? Yeah. <laughs> what hole does SpongeBob through? Oh, jeez. Oh, I think all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's, there's one Spider-Man who's got a big white mustache, and he'll park his Accord around the corner, and every once in a while I see him yeah. and it's upsetting. So what does he see him doing? Is it A, smoking, B, vomiting, C, urinating? Smoking. Gotta yeah. be smoking, right? Okay. So you guys both think smoking? Nick, over to you. Yeah, I'm going to go with smoking as well. Smoking is correct. That's right. There we go. Yeah. One for one. One it for does uh, kind of take the magic away, especially if you're a kid and you see a uh, Spider-Man with his head off just chiefing a Marlboro. Whether I'm on Las Vegas Boulevard, New York, you know, Times Square or Hollywood, you know, whatever it is. Boulevard. Uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Boulevard. Yeah. If you have an unlicensed outfit, I hate you. It's true. You got you to pay those licensing fees. Respect the art. Man, there's nothing sadder than like a dirty Elmo. Dude, no. The it was the crackhead Bert yeah. and Ernie. Bert and Ernie. I was, oh, my God. I yes. saw a crackhead Bert and Ernie, and they were French, and they were drunk and meth out of their minds. It, like, was, a, it was a horror story. <laughs> that is terrifying. Get over here, Ernie. It looked like, it looked like their faces were melting because they had ma- I don't know where you even made. I actually like that more than the original. 100%. Absolutely. It's comedy. All right, so here we go on to number two. Uh, I mean, Bert's head is shaped like a butt plug. Yeah, for sure. It is definitely for, a butt plug. For, for real. For real. All right, you can win it right here, Nick, if you're able to get this one. This is that Paul... easy? Well, just yeah. Two? He's got to get two out of the three. That's it. Oh. Huh? Uh, this is Paul Mescal. If you're not familiar with him, uh, he was on the show After Sun, but he, the big role that he's got coming up is he's in Gladiator 2. So if you're you're not familiar with him, he is, uh, I believe, an Irish actor. He talks about making an unexpected friend on the set of After Sun, trying to figure out who he became friends with here. They say don't work with but like, I I mean, I can only say that working with is great. And we were working like so together. And it was like the last thing that I was expecting was to become friends. So he became friends with somebody that he was working with. Was it A, a cat, B, Corey Feldman, C, a kid. Ooh, cat. I think cats. You don't yeah. want to work. I mean, working with kids could be super fun. Yeah, but nobody's going to like warn you of a kid, and it that feels weird. I feel like you're going to get warned for a cat, yeah. for real. 
Okay. Nobody wants to work with a cat. Nick? I mean, also Corey Feldman. Yeah, don't talk to him either. But yeah. like, I think this in this yeah. instance is cat. Yeah, if if you if you were warned not to work with Corey Feldman and you did work with Corey That's Feldman, that that is That's a huge you. mistake. Yep. Uh, Nick, what do you think? Yeah, it's got to be the cat. Got to no. be the cat. Yeah, it's not. No, it's a kid. <laughs> what? <laughs> People oh. told him not to work with kids, and he did. And he said he became friends with them. That's weird. It's a weird thing to warn somebody to do because kids. It's only for a few hours, right? There's like you don't a have child to worry about laws. them whenever they're kids because yeah. they're kind and you know sweet and they're not innocent. Ruined yet. But they're whenever they become like you know Britney Spears or you know Orlando Brown and yep. they get a little uh, a little taste of the adult aftermath of the child star, then that's what you got to worry about. All right, so we're on to the third and final one. You've only got one correct, so you got to get this last one right in order to win. This is Tessa Thompson. If you're not familiar with her, uh, Creed Three is the big role that she's in right now. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's rumors that maybe she's actually dating Michael B. Jordan in real life. Who knows? Oh, I saw this actually yesterday. She's gorgeous, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. But uh, she was talking in an interview about something that she hasn't eaten. In the course of her entire life, she's oh, never boy. had this. Oh, boy. <laughs> I read that you've never eaten That is a true thing. I've never had It's suspect, if you think about it. But then I got to a certain age where it was kind of my You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like a, a remarkable thing. So it's, she... It sounded like a sh- Okay, so on the list here as possible choices, you have A, eggs, B, bananas, or C, bacon. I think it's going to be eggs. It's got to either be eggs or bacon as suspects. Nobody is freaked out by bacon. A lot of people, myself included, spent many years being freaked out by eggs. Bacon is very sus, but at the same time, we all just kind of go, but it's so delicious, it's okay. Because you don't have to worry, but all raw meat is kind of weird when you really kind of think about it. Yeah, but like pigs are real cute. They're smart. They're, they're smarter smart. than dogs. Yeah, smarter than dogs. But We're just not, like, but you know yum. what? It's on them for being that tasty. tasty. Sorry, yep. you're Sorry, not. Guys. You're cute to tasty ratio. It just doesn't, you know. And it's it, not because you're not adorable. It's yeah. just because you're really, really. Yeah. Tasty. We've just decided to like bring dogs inside. You know, yeah. that's like yeah. really the only difference. <laughs> that's the, that also, that's wild to me. We yeah. don't want animals that are that have the cognitive ability of a four or five year old because then they'd be too smart. We right. want kind of stupid dogs because yeah. then they love us unconditionally and we feel smarter. Yeah. So that's why our wives have kept us around, Dave. You kind of made it seem like is it bacon? Is it eggs? You kind of made us go a little one way or another. Mm. I'm with Mahoney where I feel like it's eggs, but it's not our decision to All make. All right, Nick, it's up to you. What do you think? For the win or the loss. I'm going to go eggs. Eggs for the win is correct. sway us off this, you son of a bitch. He always tries to sway us off and then gives the tickets away anyways. <laughs> like, what's up with that? I don't know. None of this makes sense. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, you know my family very, very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been fast friends for 20 almost years. 20 years, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know my kids, all of them, since the, the moment that they were born. Uh, which one do you think is the most antagonizing to the other kids? I think it's your middle daughter. Middle daughter, Olivia. Yes. Exactly right. Your second oldest. She... Glitter boots girl. Yeah, she's glitter boots, big attitude, <laughs> sassy as could be. Like, I she just... is going to kick down doors in yes. glitter cowgirl boots. What's funny it's is that you know, thing. Mahoney's wife is the principal at the school that my kids go to, mm-hmm. and she said that her office is right by like the playground, mm-hmm. and so she'll see, because my daughter is in pre-K there, uh, she'll see like her on the playground when she's enjoying recess. And she's like, man, the thing about Olivia is every day, like, she is 
trucking it with the boys, like just running at full sprint, like all the energy in the world, but not not a single ounce of wanting to sit around and like do anything dainty or play, like just wants to be at a 10 at all times. Well, because you know, if you... I all mean, gas, if, no brakes. That's right. If you think about it, because... You have the age is so close between all four of your kids. Yeah. So you have your oldest who is seven. Correct. And she's kind of like the mom to your middle, sort of right. Like it's kind of like she, Olivia's her baby doll if you kind of think of it that way. It, early on, Was. yes, but now it's like the actual baby is her baby doll. Sure. So it's like she's because she can't really like pick up Olivia like in like the same right. way you can an infant. Right. And, and and Olivia, like you can tell, is like she's. I'm a middle child like right. I was, right? So it's always like, look at me. But the dynamic is like, oh, I got a big sister who's older than me. Yeah. And then whenever you're in the middle, you want to be old. So like she probably you're hangs out with Duke a lot. So she hangs who's out. Your, who's her brother. Her younger brother. And so she, but she loves to torture Duke. And that's what was happening yesterday okay. where she was torturing him because he had something taken away because I think he was trying to eat a bunch of sweets right before snack or before nap time or something. That's she doesn't get him. She, she, was, get she was allowed to have her popsicle though because she wasn't about to go take a nap. Uh-huh. And so she was walking around, I mean, just Flaunted. roasting him. Yes, I mean, flaunting it like, mm, this popsicle is so good in front of him. And <laughs> to the point where I'm like, hey, I'm going to take your popsicle away too if you don't stop torturing this kid because he's two years old, I'm he's sad. crying, yeah. you know, because he can't have a popsicle. But, like, dude, you have to go take a nap, otherwise you're going to be a psychopath all day. But it got to the point where she was antagonizing him so badly that I'm like, hey, like, if you did this at school, you would get in expelled trouble. probably. You would get in trouble. Expelled. So yeah. I, I had turned around after I warned her twice to stop antagonizing him, and he's sitting on the couch crying. Oh. And I turn around... And she has her popsicle in her hand, and she's licking it right in front of him. But she has turned around with her butt facing him, and she has fully taken her pants down to the ground, and she is presenting her her, her ass to him while going. <laughs> so she's mooning him. She's and- mooning him while enjoying her popsicle, mocking him because he oh. can't have one. And I'm like. <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh. I was like, yeah, what are you doing, man? And she could tell that I found it funny. And I'm like, yes, you have to go to cut time out now. And she's like, hey. But she was so, all. it was all for the bit. Got it the laugh. She it. got the laugh. Doesn't matter. Got and laugh. she got out. Yes. And she like kept looking at me to see if I still thought it was funny. And I did. <laughs> so you're just like, kid, man. What are you doing, man? You can't just pants yourself and start mocking somebody. Like, here's my whole ass. Do they have comedy classes for four-year-olds? I I don't know, man, but she would win it. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. If you had to pick just one, what would be your pick for number one currently running show? Message deleted. Current show on television. Uh, one of my favorite ones just wrapped up recently. It was Better Call Saul, and that was you know so the good. continuation of yeah. Breaking Bad and that whole just that the universe is the Vince Gilligan universe was brilliant, amazing, absolutely loved it. My favorite show right now. I mean, I love Last of Us, but that's not my favorite show on television right now. My favorite show on television right now. Is shrinking, shrinking with is Harrison Ford. And if, you're, if you're a fan of Ted Lasso, it's the same guy who did Ted Lasso, who did Scrubs, like we talked about, Bill Lawrence. Yep. Uh, but it, it's the first, it, it maybe turned the corner entirely on Harrison Ford. 
uh, because you know he play, it's a comedy, yep. um, and it's just so well written. But he is hilarious in it, and I didn't know that Harrison Ford could be I, funny. I'd never seen him in that type of role before. Been a minute, and I uh, thought he's he's just marvelous. You know what else I, I gave a shot last night is the uh, the Reluctant Traveler. It's with Eugene of, Levy with Eugene Levy, and if you don't know the story of Eugene Levy, uh, you know he his whole life. He's seventy five years old now. He, he looks, looks fantastic great. for seventy five, uh, but he's always been scared of traveling, and so which is crazy because he's been famous for. 60 of those 75 years but he just he hates traveling he's he's very much like a comfort guy he's like you know when i go somewhere cold i don't like it because i'm cold when i go so he sounds like my spirit animal yeah he very much so he reminded me a lot of you during the show but he in this show does a bunch of things that are way outside of his comfort zone like in episode one he went to finland and he's like floating in frozen ice lakes and stuff it's just it's just really charming. So only one episode in, but uh, would would definitely recommend. Uh, that's on Apple TV Plus as well. Uh, I'll tell you this: after, like I uh, I watched the last episode, of Shrinking episode seven, mm-hmm. I believe it was. Yeah, and uh, I will say this: I am a big fan. You just um, said that Jessica Williams. Oh, okay. Uh, Jessica is she the, the? She's the other. She's the she's the uh, the, the woman therapist. Got yeah, it. Yeah. 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 You mean like physically? All of it. She's yeah. hilarious. She's. Very, I very. think. I mean. She may be my favorite character on the show. Up there for sure. It's like cause she was from The Daily Show, and See, you know, know I've never that, seen yeah. her in a, like an acting role before. Mm-hmm. Just in you know Daily Show correspondent, which she was great at, and uh, big fan. Otter, do you have a favorite show no. that's currently on there? None? Zero. No, I don't consume media like you guys do. Hmm. Like in that way. I'm not like watching shows every single week. Dude, it gives you not. something to look forward to. I know. I get so I excited. I love Sundays. Sundays are the best day. You know what else is back, Dave? Uh, on HBO? What's that? Maybe the greatest show of all time. Perry Mason. Perry Mason. Get out of here. <laughs> When's when's Curb coming back? That's got to be soon, uh, right? No, no, we still got we Ted still got Lasso's months. coming back next week. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really good programming. I, you don't I, love I so looking forward to about, like, Saturdays or Sundays, and you can like a day like Wednesdays for The Mandalorian. I forget about it to be honest. Yeah, like I just forget about it. Like I I've just been in such a binging culture. Like uh, whenever Netflix first started rolling out all of these season long, um, you know seasons right. where you just got it all in a package and then you know three months later they would put it back on there or if i would just be you know too late to the game and then i would be able to binge for example 32 seasons of like survivors survivor that's crazy to me you know so but like i i just always had the ability to just continue to watch and just get that that drip like instantaneous drip is that does that show our age mahoney that we like the like weekly episodic releases because but, audrey's saying that she doesn't like that at all she I wants mean, to just binge it but for for me I like mean, i like having a show that i sit down and like every wednesday night i, I get excited because you know the new episode I, of mayor of kingston i just think dropped. we do show our age a little bit there but i'll say this i become like there's a couple shows that i just binge and it's netflix shows like peaky blinders mm-hmm. i watch the entire season in one day the day it drops yeah but I'm way less invested, and I remember way less from that show yeah. season to season. Whereas if I'm like The Mandalorian or like the original Sopranos when you were watching that week by week, you just build up a more, you build up a, it feels like you're more invested into that show because you're watching it over like a month or yeah. two. Yeah. I also didn't uh, grow up in a family where we, like me and my mom would sit around and watch like trash TV together. Yeah. And I think that a lot of women do have that. Like, you know, they'll have Bachelorette Night or Bachelor Night or, you know, like the Kardashians. Those are weekly, like 
episodes of things. I didn't. I was the uh, let me turn on Law and Order SVU because there's a whole marathon of it yeah. on on cable television. What? Like I just grew up in the marathon world, like of, of TV. Um, you know, self entertaining. So that's just how I I consume media. Do you I'm, use a Fire Stick, a Roku? Roku. Or- so I, I'll tell you this, and I know Dave and I are the biggest shills for Apple products. Apple TV is so good, and it like almost shows you everything. I have is oh, perfect. I have Apple TV. Uh, the Apple app is that different? No, that's the same. You can okay. subscribe to that. Yeah, but yeah. they have it yeah. on the Apple, like the actual physical box that you hook into your TV. The like the interface for it, like mm-hmm. it, it just shows you when you got a new episode you actually get a notification mm-hmm. on your phone when there's a new episode that drops i'll give you another example of things uh, of why i'm so bad with media um i loved ozark, ozark i watched it great. the first ep- first season second season but then it took a while for the next season mm-hmm. to come out and i forgot about it i forgot what the first one and two seasons were you know like if you give me enough room to forget there's so much else out there that i will forget and i i think ozark was the show that was pretty bad when it came to recapping yes like you would yeah. you'd like turn on a new season and it had been a year mm-hmm. since the last one had come out and you're like you guys aren't going to do a recap like i need a recap man now, what's going on? Who me up? I can't remember what I ate yesterday for dinner. You right? expect me to remember something from a year and a half ago? Right. There's like, no way. Yes. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of like nuance with like subtle character development mm-hmm. stuff in that show. You're like, I did. But I, I will say I have Apple TV yep. and I've been looking at a lot of the shows that you guys have been talking about. It's just the commitment of it. It's just, I am, a, I get real nervous to click the button. Severance. I do. Severance. You watch, did you watch Severance yet? No, that, I watched episode one. Um, I, I did give it a try. It was, I mean, you like comedies, though, right? I mean, like, no, I don't. You don't like comedies at all. No, See, well, I, it, if any, if a movie is on, that's different. I don't rewatch comedies. The the joke's gone for me. Well, no, 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 not, no. for the first time, like for the first time, sure. like shows. Because I'm not traditionally like a television comedy guy, but like Ted Lasso and Shrinking are spectacular just and so well. Done. I cannot watch comedies for bed will not watch comedies for bed because all really? i'm doing is trying to close my eyes and hear the jokes like it's like it's like i want to get the funny like yeah. i want to hear the funny and then i'm like laughing like <laughs> as i'm like going to bed and i'm like i want something that i can just like tune out that sounds like rumbles and mumbles you know so it, it's, I'm, I'm tough yeah. i'm tough to please <laughs> is mental health a valid reason to call into work i usually say yes but this is the fourth time this month that jessica has called in and I'm getting really sick of getting people to cover for her. Message That's deleted. That's not your problem. I mean, like, people are going to call in, and if they're having, whether they have a cold or they're mentally, they're not there for it that day. That's I, not your, that's not your concern. I will, though, empathize with the fact that, yes, mental health days are important. That is what sucks about being a manager. Yeah. Is that you have to put out all of the little fires that come with things that and are out of your control. And there's people that take advantage of it, too. You sure. know, like you can just say, because you can't argue with that, right? Somebody says, I'm taking a mental health day. Sure. You can't say anything about it. And yep. some people are going to exploit that. That's Good. The, but that's part of the role. I mean, that sucks, but that's kind of hey, like man, what you signed up you're, for. You're, you're up here trying to manage, be, be Spider Man with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. That's right. Can you imagine how douchey you would think your manager was if they had like a plaque with that in their office? 
No, great I would think power they would be comes cool great as hell. responsibility. Yes, like a middle manager. You're like, come on. Someone man. does have that somewhere. I'm sure they and do. And it's got like Darth Vader's head underneath yes. it or something. Yes. <laughs> Why would it have it would be Spider Man? No. That's a quote Don't from sit here that and Uncle nerd Ben check her. told that to Peter before he I have died. A Can you stop screaming? Why are you so angry about? <laughs> I need to take a mental health day for your screaming. Just characters, right? I actually, um, I did not know that that was Spider Man because Spider Man is like the worst of all of the characters of the and superheroes? the movies of the movies but they've, they're they've, the worst they fixed it with tom holland okay, tom, tom sure. holland is, is but the, pretty good but toby mcguire ones were, were thank trash. you for yes, bro- yes. and they i are love the director awful. of those movies sam raimi but. and the upside down kiss that's the one thing that we remember from any of those other, I just other think movies about how like you'd be getting waterboarded like you can't kiss upside down man and the would, rain? They, rain the they water said they were getting waterboarded because the water was getting in the mask see but good. i mean the only downside is that toby mcguire didn't die I mean, he's less egregious than Kristen Dunst. Uh, I don't know. I die. You don't like Kristen? I don't like any of them. It's Kirsten. What a, what, oh, yeah, At what age in life does that switch flip and you don't care about being naked in the locker room? I never want to get that old. Message deleted. We were just talking about that. There's definitely a certain age. None of us have reached that age That's yet. That's when you know you're officially old. Yeah, and you are finally free. Mm-hmm. And so are your nuts. <laughs> Would you do the, because I know that we were talking about how women, you know, are, are a little bit bashful in the locker room and maybe guys to a degree, because there's certain parts of your body that you wouldn't care about somebody seeing, right? Like your butt, probably you'd have no problem with. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Like, or like if you're changing, like for a woman up top, like if your bare back was showing or something. Sure. Would you guys do something to that effect? Like, would you kind of like casually change and have your like your booty cheeks showing? Or are you like, I'm you not changing for there. very long. I don't care if you get a picture, you know, like I don't care if you get a peek at my, my job. But the only time I'm like super self conscious about it is when I'm not like you know high and tight like the uh, mm. like, like you know like I don't you got know, you have manscaped yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. you don't want to be like full yeah, like, bush yeah it doesn't want to look like I I just got into a car accident and there's an airbag deployed. <laughs> Isn't it crazy, though, to think about, like, the fact that everybody has, like, a super insecure way that they want to make sure that that's how you see their package? Yeah. Well, cause, can you imagine if, like, we got a call and, like, man, I saw Mahoney in the, uh, in the gym and... Uh Boy, his bush was out of control. Yeah, because they don't care about your your thing at that point. No, it's just like yeah, the bush. You can't even see it because the bush is so thick. That's crazy. That's just a sight. Why, I don't is, why think isn't about. that hair starting to thin? <laughs> you want a receding bush line? Yes. <laughs> it's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave Drew is joining us for a round of the movie quote quiz. Are you a big movie buff, Drew? Um, yeah, I would say I am. What kind of like genre is your favorite? Is it comedies, action? What what would you say that you like the most? Uh, I would say action, sci-fi. Okay. I mean, you know, action, mindless, you know, explosions. Stuff like that. I feel like there's some on this list that could certainly qualify for being in your favorite wheelhouse. Uh, Mahoney and Audrey are helping you out today, so you got to get four out of the five correct. You can tag Mahoney in once, you can tag Audrey in once, uh, but once you've burned them as a lifeline, you cannot go back to them. So each one of these clips, you know, about 20 seconds or so, you're trying to figure out the movie that it is from in that amount of time. Here we go with number one. I'll give you a hint. This one came out in 1992. Here we go. Colonel Jackson, did you order the code? You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. 
You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's going to do it? You! Iconic scene from an iconic movie. Heck of a cast in that one. Do you know it? Yes. Uh, that's, uh, that's A Few Good Men. A Few Good My Men. Man. Never seen it. Jack Nicholson, Tom Cruise, Demi Moore, Kevin Bacon, Kiefer Sutherland, Cuba Gooding Jr. I mean, just an all-star cast. But yeah, it's been a bit a minute, but no, one of the most it, passionate performances of, yeah, it's very, like, very heated Tom Cruise. Which, I think I, every Tom Cruise movie I have ever watched has been against my will. <laughs> You're just not a Tom Cruise fan. Absolutely not. You don't like the Mission Impossible movies? I do not like them because wow. I don't like him. He huh. freaks me out. It was the Oprah Winfrey jumping up on the couch thing yeah, for me because it was about the time whenever Dude. I was like able to like cognitively understand like how wacko he was. I can yeah. still now, separate artist and art. And <laughs> I'm same. Like I, I yeah. Tom Cruise, I would not go to lunch with Tom Cruise. Nope. I have no interest in like hanging out with that guy at all. Seems like a total creep. I'm with you, Audrey. But man, he is a good actor in some of those goofy movies. Dude, I like the Top J- Gun. E- even the Jack Reacher movies are yes. pretty good. Yeah, so. Mission Impossible, good. fan of those as well. All right, good job, Drew. You're on the board. Here we go. Still have both lifelines intact. Second one is a movie that dropped in 2004. So you've actually never been to a real school before? Shut up. Shut up. I didn't say anything. Homeschooled. That's really interesting. Thanks. You're, like, really pretty. Thank you. So you agree? What? Looks like Audrey, she's got a smirk on her face, can probably help you out if necessary. Okay, uh, this movie is really fetch. And, ah. uh, it's Mean Girls. Yeah, it is. It is. Mean Girls. <laughs> Good job. Well done, Drew. Two for two. Uh, Rachel McAdams, still there. peak. Yeah. That was peak Rachel McAdams. I that thought- was right around the time. Uh, notebook, too. I mean, you, you could yeah. not touch her then. Wow. Early 2000s was her era. Was, I thought Fetch was from Clueless. Mm-mm. No? Bitchin'. Huh. Here we go. On to number three. I think this one may be a little bit deeper dive. Let's see how you do, though. This one dropped in 2000. I like the way I feel. I like thinking about the red dress and the television and you and your father. Now when I get the sun, I smile. All right, that's all we get. Oh, gosh, I know that movie, mm-hmm. but not like I've oh. heard that before. Not like that. Don't don't put your faith. I mean, I'm Audrey. I have no idea. Don't. Can we hear it one more time? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here you go. I like the way I feel. I like thinking about the red dress and the television and you and your father. Now, when I get the sun, I smile. God, it's going to drive me crazy. You're going to say it. Even, I'm going to kick myself. I can't even name the actress. That is uh, that is also me after one glass of scotch. I like the way I feel. What year was this from, Dave? 2000. Oh, I, God, I know this movie. I feel like I just saw it recently. Oh, we, we my gosh. Five, five seconds and we got to kill it off. No. Anything? Drew? Uh, I don't know. Fried Greek tomatoes? Yeah, no. <laughs> Requiem for a Dream. Oh, that's not what I would have thought. Yeah. No, I've seen it. I've never seen Remember it. Remember it. Yeah. Darren Aronofsky. I, I, uh, right. And uh, right. what's his face from 30 Seconds to Mars? Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Yeah. Yeah. What's his face? What's his face? <laughs> that guy. Marlon Wayne's also in that movie. I had to watch that movie in college for my psychology class. Really? And I chose to watch that movie. For those of you who have seen it, huh. 
I chose to watch that movie in the library in the middle of where everyone was. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, Lord. I can't watch Oh, no. <laughs> so sad. I have messed up. Yes. All right. Here we go. On to number four. Both lifelines still there, but you have to get the next two correct in order to win. This one all the way back to 1994. He hit it. In one place he knew he could hide something. His Five long years he wore this watch. Up his Then he died of dysentery. Give me the watch. I hid this uncomfortable hunk of metal up my ass. Two years. Then, after seven years, I was sent home to my family. And now, little man, I give the watch to you. That could be so many things. It's a classic. I feel like I have an answer. I feel like I have an answer, but it would be dumb not to use my lifeline. So I don't, I, I don't I'm know. Hurting. I'm hurting right either, here. Either I don't think either of them was that can Christopher help. Walken? It was. It, was it is. Walken. But like he uses that accent in another movie that I'm thinking of that I literally actually just referenced on my Instagram yesterday. So I was like, is it that movie? I don't know, man. I, I'm. I'm. Okay. Okay. Um. I mean, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to say lucky number 11. No, 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 no. That's too too late. That was a 2000s movie. I would have said Joe Dirt. Mm, yeah. No, Christopher, Christopher Walken. Play it one more time. Okay, this this is a big movie, you guys. Why does he talk like so, that in every movie, Christopher? Because that's how he talks. From what year? <laughs> 1994. Huge cast in this one. Iconic film. He hit it. In one place he knew he could hide something. Is that? Five long years he wore this watch. Up his <laughs> Then he died of dysentery. He gave me the watch. I hid this uncomfortable hunk of metal up my Two years. Then after seven years, I was sent home to my family. And now, little man, I give the watch to you. No clue. 1994? I'm about to just look this up. Drew, uh, you can also tag in the chat in this one, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney. You are such a Because they got it. They got it. You want to tag them in? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's take the let's take the chat in. The chat tag team. It's Pulp Fiction. It's Pulp Fiction. I didn't even know he was in Pulp Fiction. I guess I never made it part of that movie. It's because it's because the the cast is John Travolta, Samuel Jackson, Uma Thurman, Bruce Willis, Christopher Walken, uh, Harvey Keitel, Tim Roth. Is that an iconic scene in the movie? Uh, Not really. Not as iconic as some of the other ones, but either way, okay. So we got three out of the four. uh, Chat is burnt. And and apparently, Dave really likes you because he he, uh, or or something because you were just getting all kinds of lifelines right now. All right, final one. Pretty good job. What do you mean? Yeah, he 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 got two correct right out of the gate. Here we go. Final one, final one. You know what date is on this coin? No. 1958. It's been traveling 22 years to get here. And now it's here. And it's either heads or tails. And you have to say, call it. Well, look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? You stand to win everything, call it. This movie freaked me out for yeah, so long. Yeah, just the, the way he talks in it. Yeah. 2007 for I that one. I think he's going to get it. Call him a shot. Yeah. No country for old men. For the man. There you go. We nursed you along. No, he did. We fine. nursed you along. He did oh, fine. come on. He missed no, one no, and no. a half. There is something sinister going on in Audrey's neighborhood right now, and I don't know how you deal with this I in don't. a civil way. This could be. 
an all-out holy war between you and your neighbors. So, uh, not too long ago, we had a pretty bad uh, like storm wind everywhere. Stuff's blowing all over the place. Like the rest of the country. Everybody's yeah. expen- experiencing weather. <laughs> and um, But uh, my house is on a hill. So, whenever it's trash day, everything's everywhere, truly. like Pandemonium. All of the cans are towards the end of the street, but we live on the end of the street, really, so it's not like that big of a deal for us. Can't imagine for the people at the top. That sucks really bad. Yeah. So, but our direct next door neighbor um, decided to, I don't know if they decided to, but it seems that way. Mm-hmm. They decided to go through the cans that were at the bottom of the hill. Because they all look the, the same. Pick the best ones uh-huh. for themselves. Yep. And then leave us the broken ones. They stole your good our trash cans. cans and they you know stole that. our cans. Yes, we do know that. Mm-hmm. Steal them back. But now how? it's like kind of like a war, right? Because do we? How do we go about doing this? They know what they did. They know what they did. Yeah. They know what they did. But For I sure feel they bad did. because There's like no they're new that... parents and I'm like, <laughs> if they've got a baby and like a broken handle, throw that baby like that's in that tough. trash can. That's right. I'll throw your baby away. Yep. I'll throw that baby away. Yep. Yep. You're gonna steal my trash can. That's where your baby lives now. No, this is that. That is egregious. That is stealing. You know what I do? And they, there's no way they didn't know what yeah. they were 100%. doing. hundred percent. You know, you got some broke ass bitch trash cans on my trash cans. My wife and I. You put your numbers on there. We put our numbers on there. Me too. Yep. Because yep. th- we keep our cans. I think that's clean. the next. So I think that's the next. The next step. There's actually a service that uh, that both Mahoney and I get, mm-hmm. and they make you put the numbers on it because when they come out, they clean your trash cans. Like you know, bubble bins or something. Yeah, like you know yeah. how nasty like trash cans They're get. Foul, yeah. And Especially summertime. Summertime, like ugh, you got if you got like a chicken or something. I was gonna say there's a chicken, chicken or fish or something. You're like, yeah, ugh. pretty foul. But the, the service comes out and they'll just like clean out your trash cans. But they obviously since they're performing a service that you're paying for, want to make sure they're clean the correct trash cans, mm-hmm. and so you actually put your numbers on there. And I think that even if I didn't have that service, I would still put my numbers on the trash can to, to avoid this, this because reason. this is high drama. Well, That's, so we saw. Yeah, them. I would be pissed. I'd be real. I'm mad for you. I would start swatting their house. <laughs> well. We saw them the other day. So we they were walking, and my boyfriend was like, "Hey guys," and jumps in the car, and they're still talking to us. And I was like, "What did they say?" And he goes, "Probably talking about how they stole our cans." Absolutely, because it's just are. like you're fuming about it, yeah. right? Because now you're the ones with the broken cans, and you look like and the, the every dumpy. time that you have to take your trash out, you're pissed because the trash yep. can is broken. Wobbling. And you, yeah, yeah. And, and you're right. And the perception in the neighborhood is that you We're the, tra- are, the trashy trash you're the, people. You're the trashy trash people. And it is really extra annoying because they're the people who will... And we do have an HOA, so the fact that they're not getting in trouble for this makes me think it's because that they are new... The people in the family know that they're like new parents or mm. something. Like they're getting away with this for some reason that I don't know. They're the people who will leave their garbage out of the front door... Up until the time that it takes them to take it to the can that's around the around the side of the house, because what? you can't have oh, cans. So they leave their trash bags by outside. the front door, no. visible to the street. If you, so I'm like, if you are that just type inviting of person, animals to like come and tear it up, and I'm, then there's trash yeah, all over. I the place. know that you're going to call me a Karen for whatever, but that is like, this is why we have HOAs, yeah. so we don't have trash. All over the damn place. Also, right. as somebody that has been berated by my HOA, I've got all kinds of little babies all over the place. There is no excuse for, oh, you just had a kid. You can't take the trash. If you are the trash person that takes the trash and puts it out front and waits to take it to the trash can, you are a trashy person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no excuse. It is not that far of a walk. It's like take it out. you are the people who leave the trash by the front door. Your cans also are broken. 
now you're trying to take things that are new and shiny from other people. It's like a whole you thing. Gotta go get right? these, are, these are bad people. I think you should get them kicked out of the neighborhood. <laughs> call CPS. Cute yes, kid. Call, get their kid taken away yep. and burn their house down. That's the only acceptable adult thing to do here. The cutest kid, though. Gosh, you so should steal kid. a kid. deserves better parents. Steal the kid. That kid still want to be a mother. You know that, kid has, you could, that kid has you could, hope. You could you could adopt that kid, and I'm then the, I'm the neighbor. And like, then, yeah, like, I, I don't know, know what happened. And that, that would be even better because then they'd Dude. see their old kid Dude. with you all and of the rename time. it. Not yes. even the same name. Yeah, well, I mean it's a baby. So yeah, this is horrible. This kid has after the trash company named in Republic Services. This this kid's being raised by trash stealing miscreants. He doesn't have a chance right now. That's right. You're you're saving him. You would liberate that child from that trashy home. Viva la trash baby. That's right. From the trash <laughs> Call or text us at 833 yo And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Audrey, do you get any satisfaction at all out of those random you're so hot messages? It was like really creepy. Message deleted. Hmm. Do you get a lot of those still? Nope. Nope. I'm not thirsting and trapping like I once upon a was. Yeah, you were, uh, you were out here like a deep sea fisherman at one point. <laughs> trapping. <laughs> All for then she started, strangers validation. Now, she she what she did is she ended up trapper keeping. That's, I, I did. You I, were I'm, trapper I'm a trapper keeper. keeper. Yep. yep. Um, I think that to a degree that's what social media is like i'm not going to sit here and act like that's not what we post photos and videos for yeah um but my i don't know how to answer that it feels like empty calories you know it's like when that's you're, a really good way to put it when you're when you're hungry and you eat pringles you know it's not going to really satisfy your hunger it's just something that you can there. temporarily crunch on because i'm like Doesn't satisfied yeah. you know what i mean whenever you're not satisfied yeah. then you feel like you're seeking out something that yeah. is a fantastic way of putting it that i don't think i've ever realized before i mean and there's a difference between like posting a hot picture or whatever because you're like having a good time like you're on vacation whatever like what else are you supposed to do that's also uh-huh. how i feel but like if you are out here like posting the quotes and the blah because we all have people who do that and I've done that too. It's for a reason. Yeah. Like there is a there's Efficient. a whole wave of uh of TikToks that you'll see people saying, Don't post the quote. <laughs> He's not reading it or don't post yeah. the quote. They don't care. You know, don't post the quote. Don't post the quote. You're never gonna get somebody back in any meaningful way if they've already kind of discarded you. Sure. Or, I mean, even taking it to a level of, like, you know, the quotes that are, like, talking about, like, the type of things that you deserve after being Mm. hurt. Again, I've done that, so I'm not making fun. I've been there. So, yeah, I don't know. Just to a degree. That is a really good way of putting You opened my eyes, Dave. Let me ask you this. Empty calories. I'm curious. (laughs) Do you think that there is ever a way to make somebody care for you if they don't? Like, or if they've, they've, if they've shown you early on that they're just kind of aloof to your affection, that never changes, at least in my experience. Mm. I feel like you're either about it you or ba- not. You got a baby trap. That's what I did to my wife. Oh. Yeah. 
got her. No, not really. I mean, I think that once people have made up their mind, it's incredibly difficult. It's like when you decide that a person is annoying, like for them to not be annoying to you, because then literally everything they do is annoying, for them not to be annoying to you is almost impossible, at least for me. And it's the same thing. Like if you've decided that somebody, you're not interested in them in that way. There's just no chance. There's never, co- there's never coming back. Or yeah. if you do go back, at least in my experience, it's because of your. Uh, it's not for the right reasons. It's, toxic. it's because you're drunk, you're lonely, you're horny, mm-hmm. right? And you're just looking to fill a void, and it doesn't matter who or what. To that point, though, I I read a really interesting study um, that was done, and that sounds so dumb after we've just been bashing on studies all day. But I saw a study that's of. Um, a group, a group of marriages, or a group of people who were in marriages, and a menagerie of marriages. A menagerie, is what they call it. yes. And like a- um, they said that eighty percent of people are. Let me try and get this right before I mess it up and somebody checks me because I hate when that happens. Because <laughs> it happens all the time. Um, whenever you were in a relationship, somebody could have eighty percent of something that you f- hold valuable and dear and mm-hmm. love or whatever, but they yeah. get so hung up on the twenty percent that you do not have that that twenty percent is what you end up getting left for because yeah. they're so obsessed with you know like we're not having as much sex as we once did or you know political views, sure. which is a big thing, right? So to, and especially especially during you know the heightened political times we've had over the last like four or five years during the pandemic, vaccines, like yep. people get so hung up on these things that. They, you know, I don't want to say forget, but eighty percent nobody is They're perfect. Nobody is a one hundred really good stuff. Nobody yeah. is one hundred percent, and that twenty percent becomes so valuable and so important. Why are you fighting for? Yeah, why are you small, fighting such for twenty percent when yeah. you have eighty and you get left, and yeah. then you're like, oh god, then you for, you just forget what's important right you get caught up in the grass is always greener yeah. and you're yes. looking for that perfect yeah. soulmate and guess no what such thing. we are all flawed idiots so, that do stupid stuff no such thing but to that point though too the the reminder that not everyone is perfect and the mahoney you asked whether or not people will you know uh ever go back or or you know if you can ever change someone's mind those people who are are always looking for the grass is greener, and if they're always thinking that they're you know there's going to be somebody else or there's more fish in the sea or whatever it else because they think they are so perfect, they can do better. They need to do some self. I'm here That's for I'm here them. for people who are willing Not to settle you. and work. That's right. settle and work. Yep. That's what you need. Settle and work. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody in chat said that I'm being Doctor Phil right now. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. There is no better feeling. Wait, I take that back. There's a lot of better feelings, but. Doesn't it feel awesome to be in your car and your favorite song comes on? Just hits different when you don't put it on yourself, you know? Message I could not 100%. agree more. When you put a song, I mean, there's some times when I put on my like a playlist and whatever, but like when your favorite song comes on when you were not necessarily expecting it, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, and that's when a party starts. And that, yep. that's, that's what I've always loved about this medium that we're in, right, with, with radio, is that it's a shared experience. When my favorite song comes on and I know that everyone else is listening to that favorite song with me, even if I can't see him for not connected in any way. But like when you roll up to a stoplight mm. and you look over and the person in the car next to Jamming. you is rocking out to that same song, you're like, that, that is a moment, man. So much more. Yeah. You know, I want death to the ox. <laughs> Do you? Seriously, yeah. kind of. Yeah. I feel like it just, there was such a camaraderie. There was just such a, an excitement that everybody was like, you knew who your people were. You Those know what are I your mean? people. Yep. Like it just doesn't really happen. Bond. Well, yeah, I'm st- everything's so much more fragmented now, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm still kind of, you know, if we don't have similar musical tastes, like for me, that is a deal breaker for me and my wife. 
Like yeah. if, or in my dating world, like if we did not fit even remotely compatible in a compatible way musically, it's just I just I feel like the way we grew up in the eighties, music was such a de- you know a defining personality trait yes. sure. for us yep. back then that like it's just I know I know it was click based yeah you 90s for sure you were segregated by music but that's all you had to have in common yeah you know you planned to go to the same concerts together yep when you were having the little house parties or sleepovers or whatever you guys had the same radio station same playlist same radio station all that stuff yeah do you think that it was more so 90s was really it because the fcc started kind of like making it to where they were like demonizing certain like genres oh, of music. Yeah, so like yeah. there was like a you tell us banding it's bad, together. It's naughty. Well, but yeah. I mean it, yeah. Elvis happened with yeah. him too. Well, like, yeah, but- like music has always been a form of rebellion too, you sure. know? And so like having that music where you were you know, rage against the machine. We're all angry together at the same time at the same thing. Dude. I think. What's the machine? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all we're all angry at the same thing. I'm 41 years old, and I still hate Tipper Gore with every ounce of my body to this day. 25 years later, because of the family council and trying to ban music and yeah. trying to tell like all that did is tell me that this is the stuff I should be listening to. Mm-hmm. Also, stupid name, Tipper. Yeah, I bet she is a bad Tipper. I bet she is. I bet she is. That's a woman. Yeah, to, she was Al Gore's wife. The entire wife. world stopped as this guy's part and God himself comes down from heaven. He says, it's pronounced Jod, just like it's pronounced Jif, and then disappears. What the heck would happen after that? <laughs> Wait, are you talking about? If God returned, if the sky the book up, of Job? No, no, if, if God just appeared and said, it's not God, it's Jod, instead of like Gif and Jif, oh. and this whole time we're like... Oh, John. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought he was talking about in the Bible, the book of Job, because I swear to my entire life I thought it was the Jobs. Book of job. <laughs> I was just like, dang, he's just got so many jobs. He and he's working, just like, man. there's a whole, so there's much, multiple chapters. Is that, so much bad stuff I happens. just thought he was a carpenter. Is that an everlasting job stopper? <laughs> <laughs> he just said it's God or John. Uh, That's so funny. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, when we think about the all-time greats in sports, I mean, of course, Michael Jordan is at the top of a lot of people's lists. I mean, LeBron James, I guess you can make an argument in basketball as well is pretty compelling. Tiger Woods in golf, I mean, without question, right? I mean, Wayne Gretzky's the most dominant. Wayne Gretzky's the most dominant athlete in any sport ever, in my Wayne Gretzky, Tom Brady, all great arguments for the greatest of all time. Babe Ruth. But when you think about, you know, like... That is just a name. Most of the guys that are at the top of that list... They don't have a lot of drama around them in their personal lives, with the exception of how crazy Tiger Woods' life yes. has been. Like he, I don't know if he is just an incredibly toxic guy. Obviously, when he was, you know, rampantly cheating on his wife, and it was a fairly well-known thing to everyone except for her. And then when she found out, it was you know golf Scandalous. club through the window and yeah. this huge divorce and everything else. Uh, that that's pretty dramatic. And it continues for Tiger Woods. Yeah. I mean, I think that whenever you are experiencing, again, we've talked about this in the past, um, actually recently with Jackson Mahomes, whenever you are surrounded by people who are never going to tell you no, what do you expect? You have no sense of consequence ever. You probably thought he could cheat and did. I'm sure I'm sure she knew. He probably got was cheating and getting away with it for a while. So, I mean, one of Tiger Woods' ex-girlfriends, her name is Erica Herman, she is now suing his trust for $30 million. Yeah. And the reason why is because 
she wants to break this NDA. So it's kind of wild to think that if you're a huge celebrity, you have to have people sign an NDA. It's a non-disclosure agreement if you're not familiar. I think that's crazy even if you're not a huge celebrity. So in, in this day and age, you might be right. My wife and I, you what? know, obviously, you know, my wife and I are both very um, paranoid. Not paranoid. Yeah, we, we take, I'd say we, it's probably a good. We word. take precautions. We have, you know, we we've spoken openly that we have a prenup, and yeah. we were neither one of us had any questions about that. We both agreed that this was the right thing, and we've actually talked about like both of us signing an NDA. Just, what could she possibly tell us about you? Like you nap more no, than it's, you. It's not. It's, it's not even that. It's just really? speaking poorly. It's like there's. I mean, I don't think we would, but it's just wearing a seatbelt, man. Like. That's one of the things, yeah. and she's got a she's got a uh, public job as well, and probably doesn't want me. I think it's more her this? worrying about you. No, that's fair. Thinking yeah. that I've yeah, got, yeah, you know, no, which yeah, I wouldn't yeah. do. But you yeah. also know how to handle. Well, I'm saying this hopefully. Both of you know how to handle re- rejection. I sure. think that people who do not know how to handle rejection are the ones that take it like this woman to the press. I don't know. Again, Tiger Woods is, is, is a, I have no vested interest in if he's a scumbag or not, but I do know that, like, I feel for anybody who's rich and famous because the moment you end a relationship, whether it's because if it's on bad terms, mm-hmm. people run to the press Take it and to then the they media. just, they can drag your image and your, your reputation through the mud with very little recourse. Well, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing is like people can say whatever they want and then if it just but the proves media, the to way, be like totally debunked, like that story is just a blip yep. compared to the big headline, the it's juicy there. one of, you know, this person did this and they're a terrible person as a result of it. But what's really interesting about this is that his girlfriend is suing the trust for $30 million and she's saying that they had an oral agreement that she was going to be allowed to stay at his residence in Florida after they broke up. Well, here's the tea, is that you can have what? a handshake, you can have an oral agreement. If it's not on paper, it's not happening. It ain't real. It's not real. And also, again, it just feels kind of scandalous to me. That, you know, she's claiming, and, and again, who knows what he did, but if she's claiming he, she, he forced her to sign an NDA going into a relationship... Did he hold a gun to your head and say he was going to murder your family? No, he's a rich and famous guy, and you chose to do that, and now you want to speak out, but you can't because you legally signed these papers. That's the choice you made, and now here are the repercussions. I'm no lawyer, but I know this law well. Like When it comes to oral agreements, once the oral stops, there's no more agreements. (laughs) It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. To own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. will hunt on Dave and Mahoney. We've all heard the phrase "adding insult to injury," but in this case, it actually happened. A convicted felon in Walton County, Florida, was arrested on charges after he accidentally shot his own finger off. Smart. Didn't need it. Ow. Which didn't finger? Need do we know? that finger anyways. Thank you. Uh, didn't say which finger. Index but, finger? How do you shoot your own finger off? Uh, well, he, I believe, was on drugs. His, uh, his was name it was, a finger gun? His, his, <laughs> and now it is. <laughs> uh, Lance Johnson, 25, was testing a homemade firearm. Smart. Brilliant. Homemade, um, huh? Yeah, blew his own finger off. He was then arrested on a warrant regarding that incident, and the deputy searched the, uh, the property, and they found numerous items of paraphernalia, ammunition, and meth. He uh, charged two counts, possession of a weapon or ammo by a convicted felon, possession of a controlled substance, the paraphernalia, failure to appear. So, yeah, bad day for old 25-year-old Lance Johnson. Does uh, homemade gunsmithing and meth ever end in anything positive? No. Nope. Mm. 
doesn't. Never. But you know what? I am always very surprised by everybody's abilities just to be chemists. Like, if you're doing a meth thing, like, you're just, like, in there with all kinds of uh, beakers, beakers and, beakers, yeah. you know, and tweaker beakers, tweaker beakers yeah. and then they're like, you know what, I'm going to, like, take this gun apart and put it back together. Like, if you were to use your talents, is what I'm getting at, mm-hmm. and actually apply them elsewhere, I feel like of all of the drug heads, meth users would actually... Kind they're of really kill very it. motivated. Yeah, yes. they're ready to go, man. Don't like, you feel like yeah, that? I'm gonna convert my whole basement to a meth lab. Like what? I mean, That's like I know that Breaking Bad absolutely glorified meth, like into being like chemistry. But I mean, truly, I feel like you really gotta like put some stuff together in order yeah. to make meth work. So there's a weird story for you. Uh, Cincinnati police responded to reports of a leopard being spotted in a tree in Oakley in the area. It wasn't Upon, a bangle? Uh, it was not. <laughs> Upon arrival, officials were able to retrieve the animal from the tree and bring it to the Cincinnati Animal Care during the medical checkup. They found that this leopard had tested positive for cocaine. Hold up. It's You're a, telling me a, a veterinary co- clinic uh-huh. is testing leopards. Drugs. For coke? Yeah. I mean... Can imagine you how imagine? fast that leopard was running. Well, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. leopards are very agile. Yeah. Mean as hell. Yeah. And what, you get them all coked up. It wasn't, wasn't really a leopard. It turned out to be one of those African servals or whatever they're called, which are... So tiny. Like a leopards. lynx? So, yeah, kind of. Like it's a lo- like those a, are still big-ass cats. Yeah, big-ass Like cat. a bobcat. And, and also, like, you don't want it on cocaine. No. I'm just so curious the origin story of how this large cat started huffing blow is this a what? sequel to cocaine bear that is currently uh, in theaters it, could be. it would be so bad because it's like again this is basically one step away from a domesticated cat it's like a barn cat these this thing is i don't this is know. not like a crazy if it was a tiger on coke a tiger on coke would then be we'd terrible. get a movie yeah yeah, and have to maul a bunch of people too. Like you can't just like climb a tree. I feel like there's some guy out there whose nickname is the Cocaine Tiger, and he is just the biggest douche. Oh, I hate him. I yeah. hate him so much. He just thinks he's great at business. Definitely oh, yeah. like wears blazers without undershirts. Yeah, lots, lots of chains. Uh-huh. Driving that least Mercedes. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, who hasn't been asked the question? Would you like to buy some used lobster? Uh, a man from Key West is behind bars after deputies say he stole nine hundred and fifty dollars worth of seafood from a restaurant and then tried to sell it to a grocery store. Hmm. Hmm. The fifty-year-old was caught on security cameras breaking into docks in Stock Island and stealing nine hundred and fifty dollars worth of shrimp and lobster tails. He then went to the Tom Thumb food store and said, "Would you like to buy my used seafood?" And they said, "No." <laughs> Seems like a fair, yeah. Uh, but because they started to track down how this guy ended up with a bunch of used lobster at this particular grocery store, they pulled the tape. Sure enough, there he was, got busted. How? Okay, let's say you pull into a gas station. Mm-hmm. Okay. Somebody offers you or says, hey, I got some lobster tails mm-hmm. and shrimp. Yeah. I don't peeled, know about the shrimp. Peeled shrimp. I don't know about the shrimp. I'm good For on sale. That. You're going lobster, though? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we got lobster tails for sale. What's the What price point is too low? Or at what price point do you buy those eight lobster bucks. tails? Eight bucks is too low. You would you would ten pay or higher. Bucks. You you need to pay ten or more in order to feel like it's legit. Yeah, yeah. Because eight bucks, you're just like this is a fire sale, man. Yeah, this is definitely stolen Double rotten digits lobster. Yeah, minimum. Yeah, I mean, I I don't feel like I'm very open to. Maybe I just trust the system too much. Like, fine with going to any like store in USA, go get it. But like, man, you pull up. Like, I had some dudes come try to hustle me and sell me meat out of a van. One time in my house, and I know that that's like a common thing, fairly normal. But yeah. they're like, "Hey, man, would you like to buy a bunch of meat?" And I'm like, 
And clearly they had done this a lot because I was like, no, nah, I don't have any place to store it. They're like, well, you would also propose that you buy this freezer from us. I was like, you have a van full of freezers and meat that you're just willing to sell me right, right now? So this is 16 years after the fact, and I'm probably, I think I'm in the clear. I actually received stolen lobster. You did? Or, well, maybe not How? stolen, but illegally uh, obtained, obtained oh, lobster. Oh. I knew a guy who was a salesman at the radio station I worked at in San Diego who would set Yo, traps. Lobster trapping? Dang. And he would keep all the lobsters, whether oh, or not they were big enough. Oh, and he got the small ones. They get mad at you about that, huh? Yep. And yeah. he uh, he was my lobster dealer for a while. And you, you just turned a blind eye to it? Also sold me weed, too. Did he? What, what, was what, a, what a guy. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you an old... Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What are some red flags to watch out for in your daily life? Like, when some of my coworkers pass me by, like, leaving for the day, and they don't wave by or even, like, look in my direction and do that, like, little smile, like, I feel like I've done something to upset them. Message deleted. Not at least a little, you know. Lips together kind of. I also, people who don't hold doors for you. I mean, if you're a coworker and I say hi to you and you don't acknowledge me, I hate you forever. There's somebody who I did that to uh, six years ago, Uh and I still cannot stand them, and I root for their uh, demise uh, this this far out because of that one interaction. I respect that. They were going through it, though. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Still an a-hole. I was going through it too, Audrey. Yeah, yeah. They don't know where I was. True. They don't. You never know where somebody else is going through. Exactly. So just be kind, um, be kind. to everyone. I'll say another red flag is somebody who hates all animals. <laughs> if you hate animals, you can hate specific animals. Yeah, but if you hate all if dogs bad, or all cats, yeah. if you had a bad encounter, you got mauled by a dog sure. when you were a kid. People are talking about it. that in the workplace. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like a lot of water cooler talk. I got, I got I got cat scratch fever one time. Yeah, kind of have a thing against cats as well, a result. Well, you know what it is because we had, or the exact opposite, people who during like bring the pet to work day. Yeah, who have the crazy unruly pets. That's to the point where you. like you also are so blissfully unaware of how absolutely horrible you are at at mediating your pet's behavior that you still bring that unruly crazy yep. pet around other people. People do the dog park too all the time. It's like you are so unaware of your. Those people Dog? are just as You're bad, maybe worse too. than the people who just let their kids run buck wild. Yeah. You know, like, what are you doing, man? Because traditionally kids running buck Can't wild put don't a kid bite, on a leash. They don't <laughs> bite other kids that often. Right. Um, I'll say another red flag at work. And can we just stop this? Stop asking suspiciously specific questions on group Zooms when there's 50 or 100 people here. That only pertain to you. Yes. Take that crap offline. Yes. Send an email. <laughs> Stop making me sit here for an extra 10 minutes <laughs> listening to right. your nonsense and your stupid question because it's just showing how stupid you are. It's a stupid question that only pertains to you. It doesn't have anything to do with the group. And the only reason you're asking it is to try to seem engaged no, man. to your corporate overlords. And all you it. do. Oh, you would. I was texting you, you guys would. during a group meeting, and I was like, I'm about to ask a question. I was like, I will fight you. We I will, am going to start I doing it. It's going to become a joke for me. I your house, and I will fight you. No, man, I'm going to start will... asking the most like vague question, yeah. like, like the very end. 
And it's going to become a joke. I, I really want to do this now because I know how bad you guys hate it. Because uh, we, everywhere you, you go, everyone knows. This is like the one thing that we can absolutely agree on because it's been since the dawn of time, since we have been in like primary school. Like yep. people who ask questions right before the bell. What are you doing? Like whenever you're about to have five minutes of just what, free time. What are you doing? Because yes. that was the best. You could just like go over there and talk with your friends. It's even, but it's even worse when it's the coworkers that you already don't like to begin with. Yep. And the meeting is winding down and someone's like, hang on a second. No, it's a meeting that should have been an email to begin with. To begin with. So it's like there's so many layers of it. Well, I'm about to start asking all of the questions. I've got things to ask. We will ruin your life, Audrey. (laughs) I'm going to start poisoning you. (laughs) With what? I don't know, but I'm going to start putting things in my coffee. Seed oils. Yes. And sugar. It's my arch nemesis currently. Seed oil and sugar. Seed oil. It's the big thing that I'm on right now. Seed oil and and sugars. Please leave a message after the tone. If you all went to the same high school together, which group would all of you be in? Like, would Mahoney be like the jock and producer Jordan would be the kid who meows? Message deleted. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Definitely, producer Jordan. I did not, man. Ma- I do not meow. <laughs> I just cackled because you, I, you're about uh, my age. You're yeah. you're 29, and I'm 31. So there was always the trench coat kids, where mm. like during like the Matrix era of oh my life. God, he's not the mass shooter. I, I no, was, that's I was not what those kids. Weird. Trench coat kids. Trench coat. They were called well, the trench coat for you mafia guys. For you guys, for that generation. was for 10 years older because you guys actually like w- like went through Columbine, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that wasn't what it was for us. It, it was the trench coat kids for us were the ones who were like so obsessed with the matrix and they were jumping off of the walls and like pretending that they Parkour. were like Morpheus really? and like all of this stuff and yeah no they were really just like the and they are wore the saying, sunglasses inside are you saying that Jordan would be like bootleg Morpheus I kind of when I first met him <laughs> I, I really did yeah, yeah for sure I mean, yeah that's not sure. an insult no, I don't know. No, I mean, yeah. I just would have. Well, Lawrence. that's Lawrence a, that's a vein father. of kids. Yeah. That's yeah, a sure. vein of the kids that I went to school with. Yeah. But would Mahoney be the athlete? What are you no. talking? I mean, about? I was all conference volleyball, First off, and I played hockey. But yeah. I, no, man, there's, there's like, only one collegiate level athlete in this room. Uh, I could have played me. college level volleyball. Oh, you could have. You know, I could could have. You know, I could have. Chose not to. I did choose. not to. I see. He decided to go management route. I'm doing it up for a woman. What? Oh, I did. What? I did because I I was I thought I was going to go to school out of out of state. Oh, you're such a lover boy. He is such such a a lover lover boy. Your parents didn't tell you? My mom doesn't tell me no. My mom lets me make bad decisions. That is so true. Are you kidding me? So, because we all know the parents that are like, listen, honey, this is going to be a really tough conversation we're about to have. Because you're You're going to a different school. Yeah, you need to break up with that guy. My mom, like, because she had her parents, my grandparents were a lot more strict than my mom. My mom never wanted to be that way. She was very, you know, she let me make my own mistakes yeah. and i appreciate her for doing that because you do learn you just learn later and you know but i did mean did you give I, up a scholarship because that's massive no we didn't give no, up a scholarship no uh, i mean it would have been like a partial you would have been walk on no it would have been walk on it would have been partial oh, oh but, but still that's a lot of money saved nah, i mean it was a private university and it was like religious and oh so what you're saying i would have got, like, got, got like five grand to go to a thirty thousand dollar a year yeah. crappy school in missouri she was so. hoping that that lady would steal you away so she didn't have to pay the thousands and thousands <laughs> and thousands of dollars yeah that's try, fair try to marry you off to that rich girl some people do that too yeah Nah, my mom never liked that girlfriend. Yeah. Really? I don't think so. And she's still, man, I don't know. No, man, I don't, she, she what what would you do if you did, I mean, because again, that's one of those things where you got to let them make mistakes, but if you know that the apple is bad, what would you do? Because you've got girls. 
With a, like if they're dating a douchebag? Yeah. Oh, I am a manipulative son of a bitch. You but you like can't, you think can't it's outright their idea. say it, though, yes. because then that's going to make them, you no, no, chip no, or gore no, no, them. No, no, you, you, make it, you make it feel like it's their idea. You just slowly plant the seeds and let them blossom. Yeah, but Dave, then you end up with a stupid kid like me who does it, who misses all the subtle <laughs> <Yeah>. hints <laughs> that come around and you're like, oh. No, what? your middle child would come at you with kung fu. Yes, she would be like, "What do you mean, Daddy? What child?" Like, like, cha- like literally, like she would know like all of your pressure points by the time that she's like old <laughs> enough. She, you need to put that little girl in no, jujitsu. No, I do not. She'll kick my ass, man. Exactly. Scholarship. Audrey, can you explain to me what good big D energy is and what are the signs? Message deleted. Good. I. Uh, what Joe do you Burrow. Mean? I mean, I think that it is what it, it's different for everybody, right? So, like, if you have. BDE, I think it's just as simple as confidence. It really yep. just boils down yep. to that. Whatever it is, girls and guys, like, I mean, like you guys even said, there was a chick who um, who won uh, from the Aces, uh, the women's Plum. Kelsey smoking, Plum, smoking, cigar. smoking a cigar. And yeah. that is just like BDE from a woman. Like, I mean, if you have a sense of confidence, then that will carry you so far. But also confidence cannot be confused with arrogance Correct. and there is a massive but, difference and also like bde a lot of times gets associated with arrogance and it really is just kind of stupid that the you know the current generation has called it bde because it really is just confidence mm-hmm. and calling it confidence has a very positive connotation whereas bde i think is way too loose you you the lines get blurred between confidence and arrogance I mean, so easily you look at uh, you think about the two guys who i think exude that aren't athletes because athletes have to have confidence because it's if you don't part you of get, sport right yeah if you don't believe in yourself as an athlete you're just you'll never get to that level you're a loser yeah but look at like uh pete davidson you know as far as like you know kick, out kicking his coverage but the other guy who's like i think even usurped Pete Davidson is Eric Andre. Because of that naked pick. Eric Andre. Eric Andre yeah. has been that dude. He just gives no dams and is confident in who he is. Yeah, and you know what? When you think about like in combat sports, you know, you think about the Conor McGregor's of the world, the Jake Pauls yeah. who's come along. But the person that maybe has done it best because he does not look great is Tyson Fury. He's yeah. like, he's like, you might not like it, but this is what peak male physical physiques are. Right. He may be the greatest boxer of all time. Yeah. And he looks I mean, terrible. Literally. And, and yeah, I like love terrible. it. Ah. The greatest heavyweight boxer of all time. Yeah. Let me tell you He looks pretty bad. He looks for, like me, for but a, good for him. For a peak athlete, right? I mean, you think about how what Mike Tyson looked like. Mike Tyson right. was chiseled out of granite. Mike Tyson's physique is unattainable. Right. Mm-hmm. I can attain Tyson Fury's yes, you physique can, by just walking. <laughs> but, you know, it just shows you what kind of athlete that that guy is. Yeah. yeah. And also, as confident as they come. Yep. Good for him. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Do you guys have a favorite bird? Mm, bald eagle, because okay. I'm a patriot. Because you are an American. I am. True. I would say that, uh, yeah, I mean, like, bald eagles certainly have been towards the top of the list for me pretty much my whole life. Had a lot of posters and, like, pictures of bald eagles As growing up. As you should, up. because you are also a patriot. But Mahoney as a, is probably going to say something like uh, a flamingo. The, uh, <laughs> the, blue, uh, the blue-throated macaw is probably oh. my favorite. Oh, Though, I think, you know, those are just iconic, you know, birds from South America. And uh, hmm. we had... I don't think we had a blue-throated one, but we had a macaw at, when I was growing up, and they're beautiful, beautiful birds. As of late, I didn't expect you know this this late in life to have a, a bird come along and really change the game for me. But okay, you got a new bird, huh? Is it uh, Leonard Skinner's free bird? It is not. Is it, it an is. owl? It's an owl. Uh, if you've never seen the video, because I'd never seen what an owl looks like when its legs are fully extended, 
Yeah, they're tall. They're incredibly freaky looking. Yeah, and, and their heads. And if you've never seen turn, a wet owl before, mm-hmm. it is delightful. I'm glad that you're and the seeing fact, this. The, the fact that they can just turn their heads all the way around. You don't think they're, they're like of the devil? No. I yes. feel like owls are such a bad omen. That's like one of the things I do I, I do heard believe. actually, Mahoney, that someone in this room is possessed by an owl. Oh, no. I just turned like an owl, didn't I? Looked right at you. Uh, You're supposed to say who. Oh, who? It's you, but okay. you ruined the joke. You literally looked at me and I thought you were going to say who. Gosh darn it. What a great joke. Um, yeah, as a dad, I would have thought you would have loved that one. Recently, there was the owl, if you recall, that shut down that whole library in Georgia. Because it was attacking people? It was it was a strategically attacking people uh-huh. and then hiding in the rafters, and they had to shut the whole library down for a week. Had to call in a trapper. Audrey's still angry at me. I'm just so disappointed, dude. I'm like, sorry. what? I'm so sorry. Just lobbed it up for you. You did. Whatever. Um, we have more owl news? I do, that... have, I do have more owl news. <laughs> okay. that's, that's where this is going. Uh, there is a wildlife biologist who had to respond, and I think that you might appreciate this, Mahoney, to Royal Caribbean's International Symphony of the Seas cruise ship. Okay. I'm familiar with that cruise ship. It's a big boat. Big boat. It was in Miami, and the cruise ship reported that there was an owl that was spotted on numerous occasions during its two-week trip to Mexico and back. This, this wildlife biologist, whose name is Ricardo... Only mm-hmm. had a one-hour window of time between the passengers disembarking and then the new passengers coming on to try to find this rogue owl okay. that had stowed away illegally on mm-hmm. this Royal Caribbean mm-hmm. International He didn't pay. Cruise. No, he did not. Initial attempts, unsuccessful because the bird simply flew away. Oh, but, <laughs> but to crew, where? To, uh, uh, South the, Beach. The, the, those, Were they far? In the ship, in, inside of the ship because they have like those big atriums oh, in those ships. Yeah. But I, this is my favorite part of the story. The crew was eventually able to distract the bird long enough for Ricardo to sneak up behind it and capture it. What were they doing? Did they have like a laser pointer where they did they all start dancing Mice. and performing a song? Mice. Did they? Did somebody Just dress up as a giant mouse? Mickey. They kidnapped Mickey from the Disney cruise across the way. <laughs> brought him on. Speaking of mice and owls and all of that, did y'all ever have to dissect the owl pellet? Owl pellets—that's the grossest thing that what? they make kids do. You never did an owl. You never dissected an owl pellet in like or middle frog, school or high school. Or a baby pig. That was like the progression. I feel like it was pellets is where you started. That's where you found out who the serial killers were. In no, your we school. just we just went straight to the frogs. Like we had to dissect a frog. But it, it, you like, never had to do the pellets. An owl turd? No. No, it's like they're like. Uh, it's not the turd. Yes. No, it's, it's like a, a, they throw it up. It's like it's a, a cough. And there's usually ball. like mouse skulls in yeah. there and stuff like that. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's like vomit. Yeah, it's, right? a, it's, owl it's what, vomit. That's they, they don't digest. Heard. I think there's a way that they don't digest, so everything the gets bones. in, and then they just throw it up. If I recall, yeah, man, that's crazy. You did. You have this whole. That's why you have such a fondness towards them right now. You're like, oh, they're so cute when they're wet. Oh, they're so cute with their long weird legs. They. You don't remember that you never bones. had this part of your childhood to where you're terrified of them because no, they I are like scary. Them even more now, they just vomit up mice skulls. Yeah, but you have to, to dissect it because it's like a hairball. Yeah, man, imagine if they could shoot those. <laughs> Like a ping pong ball. Yeah, man. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Way out in the land of the setting sun, where the wind blows wild and free. 
There's a lovely spot, just the only one that means home, sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada. Silvery rills Out where the sun always shines Here is the land that I love the best Fairer than all I can see She's deep in the heart of the golden west Home means Nevada to me One more time now 